Far Cry 4. And uh, it's just like, man, it's just more of the same. Like, it's it's literally like exactly the same as Primal was, but it's like more modern day, right? Like, it, yeah. it's weird, but like that's how it is. Like, that's... it's 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 literally has a lot of the same mechanics as Primal had, like how you run around, like how the terrain is, because the way they designed the terrain, it's so that you could see most and i don't have too much complaints on the the train design because it's it's meant to feel fluid you know how you can like run and slide down slopes and stuff and you don't have to worry too much it's all about action but like man like you really can feel that you know hey i've been here before you know it feels like i don't know like there's a lot of the same creatures like the badger and and all that when you're hunting it's all there again like it's just all recycled the animations and everything it's just like that's what they do is they, they with all their games assassin's creed as well they just recycle and recycle and they just throw a different skin on everything the funny thing about that right now when you mentioned assassin's creed i've seen so many memes online that they're like ubisoft you it sucks because we wanted a, a Japan Assassin's Creed game for the longest and you failed us. And now go someone else did it and they're super successful and it has like Ubisoft like pounding the ground. <laughs> yeah. Like why? <laughs> like missed opportunity with something that doesn't exist like for them. Because with Assassin's Creed you could do any kind of story but they're trying to capitalize on God of War like two years later. <laughs> yeah. No, um, and, like, Ubisoft, like, I mean, you can feel it in all their games. Like, it is, it, it, it's, like, I don't know what the issue is. Like, if you have so many games based off of the same formula, why can't you perfect it? Like, because the gameplay, like, everything, like, it just feels like it's thrown together and then not really tested. Because there's a lot of, like, kind of, uh, super frustrating moments in the games that can just have been easily fixed if only somebody were to actually try to play it themselves um or i just feel like the play testers are maybe not getting paid enough or i don't know for whatever reason it just feels like somewhat of a half ass thrown together game like the the gameplay it yeah it's it's enjoyable once you like you have to learn how to play the game and how to enjoy it and it be, it's almost like just jumping into it and playing the game isn't enough you actually have to become familiar with the game because it's not an enjoyable experience until you kind of um bend to how the game's supposed to be played or you know or you go through and you you collect all this stuff in order to you know actually have fun with the game um mm -hmm. and that usually doesn't happen until you have the unlocks or whatever and uh I don't know it's just a constant thing back and forth with it's just how it is like i've i've played enough of these games to to really feel like i've i can say like yeah this is how this is how it is like this is how these games are um but i mean i still play them like <laughs> well the funny thing right that i find about the assassin's creed uh series is like i loved it at first I, lo I loved it into Ezio, but after Ezio, it's like, okay, guys, are you going to do anything new? or is it And then the same thing that you put up with it since the 
since Assassin's Creed 2, since, since the first one actually, they made the uh, writing mechanic a little bit better, but it's still shit. Like, like sometimes, it could, like I was playing Assassin's Creed 3 Remaster, and I remember why I stopped playing it. It was so hard to get through because to grab and to move, like it was buggy sometimes. Like the character wouldn't do what I wanted to do. And that would make me fail like a mission, so I would restart because of the game mechanics, or I would, I wouldn't be able to continue following this guy because my guy got stuck on the stupid silly position or something. Yeah. Oh man, it was so annoying because you're not longer like you're not challenged by the game. You're challenged by the controls that they have failed to fix after so yeah. many iterations of the same game. At least like when you play like the Uncharted games. There's an evolution to the game play to make it better, but in Ubisoft they're like, nah, we don't believe in that shit. No, they they just yeah, they just stick with the one kind of formula with the game. And you can tell that it was literally the same game that you played, let's say, a year before. Like for example, like like this game, Primal versus um, Uncharted Four. Um, you know, Primal came out and I think then Uncharted Four came out, and it just feels so similar um even though they're drastically different set in different time periods and and everything you literally have the same mechanics that haven't changed at all um it's literally the same game um it just has and it's buggy as all hell like i'm literally looking at like i look over to my right when i'm climbing up this tower and one of the trees is just freaking out like it's waving to me actually what would be really funny because if I can share this, uh, oh man, man. Um, man yeah, yeah. Let's check this out. okay, let me you see. Can probably see it. See, I just walked by and look, the tree's waving at me. Oh, that's a bug. Yeah, so like, am I really gonna? <laughs> but anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> man yeah hi hello tree. yeah that's so. too funny man because as much as like the thing about this the assassin's creed formula the far cry formula like i completely stopped buying those game of full price like i think the last oh, yeah. one i bought at full price was black flag um for assassin's creed right because i was like okay that's the next gen game i need to get it and I wanted to see what Assassin's Creed could do on the next gen, but yeah. I, I mean, I still haven't played it just because obviously I didn't beat number three and then yeah. I didn't want to continue the story without finishing three, even though I knew the ending was that, you know, what happened to Desmond. I already knew that because it got spoiled. I forgot how, but I read it somewhere. Someone said it. I was like, okay, that, that's what happens with him, but how, right? I never knew yeah. how, so at least I, I played it. And then I figure out how it happened, and I'm like, this is the lamest fucking death ever. Like, yeah. Like, when people complain about Last of Us Part 2, I'm like, you, did you not, like, remember Assassin's Creed 3? And, like, that game got pretty decent reviews. And there was, like, <laughs> and then, no, no, there was, like, no crazy outrage. Maybe there was when the game released because I didn't really beat it. Mm -hmm. But when you see these other people who don't really have a problem with the game and then that's what it is it's kind of stupid to me <laughs> it's like you put yeah. they put different standards on different games sometimes i feel like 
No, it really seems like it. And yeah, well, also back to what you said, I will never buy a Ubisoft game full price. Like, hell no. Because I know it's just going to be one, chances are there's going to be bugs. And also, the what you get in the game um, when it comes to actually spending all the time playing it is just a bunch of rinse and repeat quests. Like, that's all the game is. And um, unfortunately, that's what a lot of it just boils down to is they just jam it with just really annoying quests. I mean, Uncharted, or um, I mean, uh, not Uncharted, uh, uh, Far Cry 4. Uh, actually, let me just show you uh, a quick kind of glimpse of what I'm talking about here. Um, and then maybe we can, oh, actually, your brother took off, didn't he? But, uh, I think he's still in the raid or something, and then he has a stupid mechanical keyboard. <laughs> okay, so I started playing this, and it's literally, like, honestly, this map with all the icons and stuff, a lot of these icons are the same in Primal. And uh, then I'm going to zoom in. So this seems all right. You know, it looks like some interesting places. But look at all this crap they fill it with. All this is collectible shit, like, no one cares about. All these missions, you just do it. It doesn't really, like, yeah, it unlocks some things, but it's nothing that really gives you anything that you really care about. Like, oh, yeah, another weapon. But unfortunately, the weapons are all, they all feel the same. I mean, they all shoot, they all kill, but they have, you know, different distances they might kill at. So usually what you want to do is you want to have a, a fast fire weapon, and then you want a weapon that's stealthy, and that's pretty much it, like, and, you know, and the stealthy weapon, a lot of time, is a bow and arrow. And the bow and arrows are stealthy, and you're able to kill things really far away. Um, and then you can go and pick up the arrows again. So what's the point of using any other weapons, you know? And uh, so I, I'm literally playing this the same way as I did Primal. But all this shit, like, all these question marks, like, they expect you to go to each of these locations um, and uh, pick up random crap that no one cares about. And like all these missions are all just like repeatable rinse and repeat crap that really have not a whole lot. Like this one, go kill something. This one, go kill an animal. This one, go kill another person, you know? And it's just the same, same like rinse and repeat stuff. Um, it's just really sad because like all I'm really doing, which I feel like is kind of enjoyable, is going and like unlocking each of these zones. Um, and there's all of this shit. Like, this just keeps going and going. Um, you know now, what's, it, what's funny about this is, like, I'm like, so did they just decided to, like, look at Assassin's Creed and just copy and paste? <laughs> yeah. No, that's what they did. I mean, they did the same thing. You know what would be actually interesting and what I did enjoy in Assassin's Creed was the, um, you go in, like, I mean, you don't really see it in the, the more recent ones, but being able to upgrade, like, your villa... That was pretty cool. I enjoyed doing that. That kind of made me, gave me something to work on. Like, okay, I'm going to go out and do these kind of boring quests because I know that I get to like enhance something. But this like, and then a lot of the other ones, although in the, um, in Primal, you were upgrading your, your camp, um, which was okay, but it, it still kind of gave you something. This you don't, you don't upgrade shit. You, you basically collect things to craft so you can craft this. And I've just kind of started the game, and I've already maxed out some of this stuff. Um, and there is really no need for me to really 
increase any of most of this stuff because you get like ammo pretty readily available as far as like you can just buy it you know because you there's nothing much else you really want to buy i've already bought all the maps like in within like the first couple hours of the game i bought all the maps to find all the hidden crap so and i'm not even use it so all i'm really doing is just going to these locations to kill like them and then expand the map a bit and then going to these towers so that i could clear the fog and usually in ubisoft games this is how the game looks like when i finish it all these all the crap that i don't really care about <laughs> and and really for the most part it's just running around and doing the same shit over and over again although it looks great in 4k you know um playing it but it just, <laughs> it just feels so rinse and repeat uh so, and you know, and you that's know, my rant. When you start looking at uh, how long they take to release these games, right? It takes what, like two years? I'm hoping then... that um, the fifth one, even though I know it's not going to be any different, I'm hoping it has some kind of something to kind of keep it interested. So, so the only interesting, this is the only reason I play Far Cry, um, because I really like Far Cry Three. Actually, I thought it was one of the greatest ones. Um, and not only that, Far Cry 3, I really like the story and the characters. Is your mic working, by the way? And I think it froze me? up. I don't know if it's me oh, or if man. it's on um, your end. I don't know. Let me see. Is that... Let me check my audio. Hello, hello? Hello, hello? 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 It's weird because it looks like it's working. Hey, oh. Can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello? Hmm. Hello. Hello, hello. 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 Hello, hello, hello. Can you hear me? Hello, hello. Uh. Hello, hello. hello. Hello, 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 hello. Hmm. All right, can you hear me now? Oh, I can hear you now. What the there fuck? There we go. Man, Discord, once again. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, what's the alternative, right? <laughs> there isn't really one you know it's it's sad too because also the ubisoft games at least the recent ones like i've noticed or whatever like the the uh how i don't know like let's say i'll i'll, I'll try to alt tab but it always like 
has issues trying to alt tab out of Ubisoft games. Like it'll I'll alt tab and then it'll like flicker and then it'll stay on the screen still. And it's just a battle. I have to keep like trying to alt tab and it keeps flickering back and forth. I had the same issue with like uh, Assassin's Creed recently and everything. It's like, I mean, anyway. but to be fair, do you expect anything better from Assassin's yeah. Creed now being buggy? Didn't they take like how long did they take till they fixed Unity? Which is the reason I never even bothered to buy it. Yeah, I don't know. I it still felt kind of buggy, and I don't know the whole. I I'm I'm kind of liking where it's at now though. Like the the gameplay and everything, most of it feels pretty solid. But so I, I'm actually looking forward to, um, not the upcoming Assassin's Creed. I that looked boring as shit. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be super interested in that. Um, Which one, Valhalla? Yeah, man. Like it looks really bland. Uh, it doesn't look very interesting to me. But as much as I like Vikings and stuff, like it just I don't feel like they did it very well. But I guess we'll have to find out. Um, but I'm hoping the Odyssey. I mean, Odyssey is a very interesting, um, and it looks really nice and everything. So I'm hoping um, that's going to be fun. So. I mean, yeah, yeah, hopefully. But we'll see. <laughs> we will see. I mean, I haven't even gotten to Odyssey or because I'm still on Black Flag. <laughs> Haven't even had an yeah. opportunity to play that game just because of freaking um, Ghost of Tsushima. Last of Us came out. And I'm like, I'm not gonna be playing. I'm not gonna play that game. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna put these other games in the back burner for Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I'll tell you or, that. Origins, Origin was definitely. It was. A, it was worth it. It's worth a shot. Like I liked it. No, I'm not saying it's not worth it, but I'm saying like, okay, in comparison to Last of Us for me or. Ghost of Tsushima, like I feel like those games are just better made games, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. Like I'm not saying any, I'm not saying that Odyssey is a bad game at all, actually, because I know that people said that's a really good game, and that's the reason I even decided to buy it. But of course, I didn't pay full price for the game either. You know, I was like, hell no, I ain't gonna pay full price for that game. Yeah. Um. I I paid what I think like. Because uh, I paid 25 for Odyssey, I believe, but it came with Assassin's Creed 3. So I got Assassin's Creed 3 for the $25 with Odyssey and all the DLC or whatever, you know, because that's how they get you. They get you with the goddamn DLC, you know? Yeah. So now you finally get the full game, but after people have already purchased it for twice like twice as much as you actually eventually purchase it not for. even twice like i see the price it was like 120 or 130 for the oh yeah, yeah no you're right you're right yeah i forgot it, it was so fucking expensive <laughs> and i'm like who, like okay i understand you guys are trying to make money but god damn like you know dude it's okay so assassin's creed is one thing but like uh Far Cry, like Far Cry, dude, you can make Far Cry like a, a Far Cry ripoff in Unity. Really, like, doesn't take long at all. Like, it, it some of the tutorial assets are pretty much Far Cry, and like, it just feels like it's it it's not it's it's not up to the quality of like most games. Um, at least this one is <laughs> like. And, and the time when it did come out, there was a lot better games, for sure. 
Oh man. Yeah, but, for sure. Yeah. Hey, Kerber, are you finally able to talk or are you still busy yeah. with your. Okay. Because we're just ranting about Ubisoft game. <laughs> yeah, seriously. There could be a whole podcast on our rants of. Oh company. man. And the funny thing, it's not like I don't dislike. Like, this is the sad thing about it, too, is that I used to love that those games, you know? Like, I, they used to be some of my favorite games to look forward to, especially during the Assassin's Creed 2 days, but but it's like how, like, it's difficult to catch up on those games when they're really long because they give you, what, the same thing to do over and again, get, like, a hundred collectible here, a hundred collectible there. It's like, holy shit, when am I going to have time to do all this? And then, you know, maybe for maybe for teenagers that don't have a responsibility, right, or, like, can just play all day. Yeah. But for people who have a job uh, or have things to do, like, you know, that have a, a life besides, you know, have a wife, have, you know, have something to do besides just playing games. Like, it's difficult to try and get all those things done. Like, you know, actually, like, I agree, but I, I can also see if you're like, for me, I was once I was somebody that would play games for, you know, for hours and hours on end. Um, and I, I just felt so like, just burned out from doing the same repetitive quests over and over again. But I'm a completionist kind of thing. So like, I feel like I, I had to play it through it because I felt like, oh man, I don't want to just end the game and not, you know, get that special item or whatever that I've been wanting to get. I mean, I won't go and get everything, but like, I felt like it for somebody, like, it's not so bad if I'm just jumping in, playing for maybe an hour and then jumping off. Um, but I remember back in those days and I just know that it's going to be some of the same old crap and actually being able to take a break, um, you know, like, working and then coming back is actually I feel like that's kind of how it's been meant to play well, so people don't get super bored of it so well, that's quick. not even what I'm, that's not my point my point is like to actually get through it is what I oh, mean yeah. like the amount of time it takes to get through that kind of game is like it takes forever because of the collectibles because I agree with what you're oh, saying yeah. you know but that's why having caught up like that's why I'm still stuck on Black Flag, and then you know after Black Flag, there's Unity, then Syndicate, and then finally Odyssey, if I remember correctly. Oh, uh, Origins. Oh yeah, then. Origins. My bad. Yeah, Origins. Um, then Odyssey. <laughs> yeah. But man, anyways, I feel like it's funny because I used to. I don't know. I like those series. I think they could be so much better than they are. And it's sad that that's all they can do with them, you know, because it's such a cool universe. It's a cool idea, but I do remember yeah, but the it's Ubisoft. <laughs> I do remember that the original people who um, brought Assassin's Creed, like most of them, end up leaving or something, if I remember correctly. But yeah, because they had a, they actually had an ending to the series, but you know, you know how it'd be. <laughs> yeah, but of course they're doing you know the whole resurrection thing, like. The, the, yeah, the way they, I don't know, it's going to be interesting to see what they end up doing with the future. Yeah. Uh, the characters. But anyway, okay, so we, before we get too carried away, <laughs> we should jump on the, uh, do the podcast deal. And... Well, I've been recording regardless, so. Okay, well, yeah. Why not? Why not? Can you guys hear my keyboard? Yes. Damn Yep, that's that's your problem with having a mechanical keyboard. 
Um, yeah, man. It's funny because I don't even hear it anymore. Well, you'll see. Yeah. yeah. Unfortunately, we do. Because <laughs> I don't care, but if someone is listening to this and they have headphones on, it gets annoying. So you were saying you, you, you would get bored of the game trying to 100% comp complete it? Assassin's Creed? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so I mean, from that, it sounds more of a, a failure of the gameplay loop itself. It's not even... Well, I mean, that's what we're saying. We're saying what? it's just field quest, and then it's just very repetitive, and there's not... Like, what is it? The reward to do it is not worth it. That's the sad... That's the thing. Like, if it's not worth doing all this shit, like, it's not fucking it, worth it. It's usually not worth doing in, I'd say, in most games, really, unless you... I don't know. Usually... The times where it's kind of worth doing those extra collectibles things is when you're really invested in the universe and the developers themselves add a lot of lore as part of the collectibles and completing it. I mean, okay, I know you don't like Last of Us, but that's that's one thing that they do well, I feel like. Like, it's worth exploring. It's actually, it makes you want to upgrade your weapons. Um, you know, like, it rewards you for doing it. It's not like you just do it and nothing hap comes of it. Like, oh, here, you get this little cool-looking outfit now, and you spend your entire day doing it. <laughs> or, you know, like, it, the reward system that Ubisoft implements on most of their games, because I haven't played the newer ones, uh, Origins. I remember uh, Jinjibo said that it, it was really cool, the armor that you got. But besides that one, I'm talking about all the ones that came before it. It's not... It's not rewarding to do it. It's not like you... Will, uh, even with the armor, though, like, when you get... Once you finally get that armor, there's really no reason to play the game anymore. So it's like, what's the point in the armor besides it looking cool and you can do run around and do some, like, meaningless, repeatable quests? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> Although, I guess you could get the armor before you beat the game. Um, that's... But by then, you're kind of mostly through the game already yeah 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 i mean yeah it's sad because ubisoft used to be like they, they have my favorite franchise which used to be rainbow six three which now is rainbow six siege and as much as i want to play that game i look at how they handle the dlc and all that and i'm like i don't want to do this <laughs> it kind of deters me from wanting to play it just because of how they handled the DLC and then mm. and I'm like they hide uh, gameplay behind the DLC and I mean that's how you make money right so yeah yes. I mean Rainbow Six Siege handles almost like a, uh, a MOBA in their um, you know economics of the game Yes, it does, and that that's kind of how they make, that's how, yeah, that's how they make the money is they handle it through a mobile-like way. Yeah, I could see the not appeal from it. And and the the reason that it's not appealing to me too is just because I used to be a hardcore Rainbow Six fan, right? And it was never like that until this game. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is what it is. Uh, moving on to better news, you guys see the Xbox conference? 
So, what do you guys think? First impressions? Uh, I, I feel like... I mean, them opening with like Halo, that's cool, like to see all that. Um, once again, my same gripe as with the PlayStation uh, thing was like the conference um, or the reveal or whatever was like, you know, them streaming. And I'm sure this has to do with technical limitations and stuff, but stream showing all this footage at like 1080p is really kind of, it doesn't do some of the games justice. Um, so you're kind of just left with just hoping the game will look great as well as um, play as well, you know. And I just feel like there was, um, as far as the titles go, like, um, I mean, there was there were some that I'm looking forward to, but I, it's nothing that really jumped out to me. And, and I don't know, Halo, Halo, like, I'm looking to jump back into Halo and everything and see what they do with it, but... I've been so out of that whole franchise that I need to I'll do a replay for sure <laughs> to get back into it. Um, but it's cool to see that they're continuing the story. So however, and I'm not, I don't know how they left it off in the beginning, but uh, you know, hopefully it uh, does the series justice. I've heard people talk about how, you know, it's going to be kind of a reboot um, in a way. Um, but I don't know. Uh, the rest of the games, nothing really like jumped out at me um, that I can remember off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. So that's not a really good sign, I guess. Well, how about you, Care Bear? Um, did you take a look at it? Yeah, I saw some of it. Um, I don't. Uh, just to point on on the 1080p whole thing, uh, I don't think it's such a bad thing because I think most people are still on you know on that 1080p gaming grind, so it's. On one side, like, it's fine, I guess. Like, if you can show me a game in 1080p and it looks fucking amazing, and then you say it can go even better, like, even higher resolutions and all that, then, you know, that sells. But at the same time, if this is your, you know, this is your conference, right? You want to go all out as high fidelity as you can get. Um, But a lot of kind of the same thing, like, Jinjima uh, said for for the PlayStation conference, it's like a lot of art set pieces almost to me. Um, I don't think as much as the PlayStation's one. You know, Halo's always been the big, uh, you know, drive and calling of Xbox, but I don't know. It's just been... Like Gingerbread said, <laughs> I've also fallen off the series after, three, after Halo 3. It kind of just went flat for me. So, check this out, guys. This is the last Halo. Do you guys know that? It's the last one? Yes. Well, so, are they going to plan on just dumping a bunch of DLC onto it, though? So, it's going to be another gas game. Game as a service. They're going the Destiny route with Halo. Okay. Um, are you sure? Yes. Oh, my lord. That's you, a mistake. And then, I don't know. Okay. Here's the thing, I w this was the game I was looking most forward to seeing and I look at the gameplay and don't get me wrong, like I love my Halo but that did not seem like it was Halo, like the gameplay seemed kind of bland like some of the physics when they were shooting seemed like no impact and I kind of get it depending on the enemy, right? It kind of makes sense for a little bit but when he shot the l smaller enemies, the grunts, it still felt the same way I was like 
what is going on here? And then I, I saw that they added like a grappling hook to Master Chief's arm, which was cool, but it seemed kind of slow paced for my taste to have a after playing something like Doom, I guess, or maybe I'm just I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. I play something like Doom and I look at this and I'm like, okay, this doesn't seem as yeah, fun. That- that's honestly my reaction too when I was watching them. I mean, for one, when the when the person was playing it, there were some pretty cool moments, but I still kept like feeling the meleeing was so over. Like that's just how it's always been done when it comes to melee. Like when you know you hit the button and you you like elbow or or you hit them with the stock of the weapon or something. I feel like they could just do better, and I'm so used to those. Uh, was it uh, glory kills or whatever they're called in Doom? just uh you know it almost felt like it's a uh, dulled down doom <laughs> and then the sad thing right it's like halo used to be the one that you look at and you see the gameplay and it looks solid and it looked fun and it and then it didn't feel slow like this game makes it f- seem like because or maybe not as slow but the thing my gripe with it is that I play Halo 5 and it feels like it's going to be playing like Halo 5 and I'm not I'm I hope that I'm wrong because <laughs> Halo 5 did not feel like a Halo game at all and that's my gripe with that game like it didn't feel like a Halo game and the sad thing is like you have the formula you have the game you have the feeling you can reproduce it why don't you I, I don't understand Mm-hmm. Um, but that was that was Halo, and I was ah, and I played all of them as even up to Halo Five, but I couldn't get through that game because I first of all the story, I did not care for the story at all, just because you guys know that you don't play like with Master Chief except for like maybe like two or three or a couple more missions, but that's it. You play like eighty percent of the game as the guy that nobody cares about. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh man, uh, and I and then if you were to look at some of the graphics aspects of it too, there was like pop-ins. There was there was a few things that I'm like, okay, if this is what you have to show me, I'm not impressed like at all. Like, I was not impressed with Halo. Uh, I just think they're just making an open world, which is cool, but that's how Halo kind of always been a little bit. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I need to get it on my hands and see how it feels because I don't like how it looks so far. Like it doesn't seem like the feeling will be there if I were to play this game. I don't know if you guys got that impression from the gameplay or maybe it's just me, but game like when Doom comes out and the gameplay is that solid and then you see this, it's kind of off-putting. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, I agree. And yeah, it's it's almost like I feel like they were almost going too close to how Halo was in the beginning, or at least Halo has been. And I mean, I know it's two different kind of it's almost two different genres when you compare uh, Doom and Halo. Um, even though they're both first-person shooters, one of them's more more leans more towards action while the other one is more uh i guess slightly more to narrative and um i guess a little more realistic uh as far as you know uh power armor goes and everything but um that's really like (laughs) really 
taking a creative note on that wording though but um yeah i don't know i halo is always i mean since i was a kid since we were kids i know like i've i always have those fond moment or memories and i kind of felt a little nostalgic uh watching the trailer a little you know but i guess we'll see if it still stands uh with today's games i mean with all the ones we've played since the our old days of halo like um i, I feel like it has a lot to live up to so yeah and then i mean they showed halo and then um yeah i i i don't know is there anything else you want to say care Bear, about halo before we move on to the next game it seems like for all three of us halo seems just of a a game we've all really fallen out of love with like it, it we still cared about it somewhere you know deep down but we're not really interested anymore it's it's a weird feeling <laughs> well it's not that I'm not interested that's a sad thing I was super interested in this game but what I saw did not make me interested and that's and that's why like you know how we were talking about exclusives and I'm like this is kind of the direction that I see Microsoft going because all they care about is like I don't know if you guys noticed the main thing of the entire conference was you can play this on Game Pass buy our Game Pass Game Pass this it's on Game Pass guys don't buy the game buy our Game Pass it's like okay that's a different approach to sell something that you are offering right because even if like Halo is going to be on Game Pass right how much does that cost us is like in in a year maybe we buy two games with paying for game pass every every month and it seems like they no longer care to make profits on this sole game um as much as sony does to some degree just because i'm like if this is their big banger this is their number one like remember everybody on the playstation 3 era the 360 was like oh this is the next halo killer oh this is the next halo killer it's like where are you now halo like it killed I, itself like, <laughs> and then it, i don't believe that's what it happened in my in my opinion is how microsoft handled the halo situation um because once bungie left i because i don't know if you guys like halo reach if you guys played it but i i enjoyed that game um it felt very like you felt something in the game like no other halo uh, before because you know it wasn't about Master Chief it was about all the other Spartans and the sense that you got a different feel was good just because this is what they were trying to show us they weren't trying to show us another Master Chief game they wanted to show us a game in the Halo universe something else right something a different perspective something we haven't seen so Bungie was thinking outside the box but I feel like by then it was too late um, for Bungie either way even though I I believe Halo Reach is a great game still and then Halo 4 by 343 Industries was the that game felt Halo-ish but the story was okay for me it was because they tried to replicate the flood again in a sense um, but it wasn't in my opinion it wasn't as well done as the original Halo I don't know I, I just I wanted to be excited for this game. The graphics were not impressive. The gameplay seemed okay. Uh, I just wish 
I don't know. I wish it was more than what I saw, and I was extremely disappointed. <laughs> uh, and I was so psyched to see the Halo Infinite thing with the ring and everything. And I'm like, I'm like, here we go. This is, this is where I get to see um, one of my favorite franchises uh, execute well. Which is the reason why Gears of War for me is a lot better than Halo. At least in Gears of War, uh, they've handled it better, in my opinion. Like the gameplay is always solid. Maybe the story can't be a 10 out of 10 or anything, but at least it's really fun as hell. And this game does not look fun. <laughs> I don't know. The, I mean, the gameplay looked fun, um, but it, it, it didn't seem like it was trying to be anything other than what Halo was in the beginning, or at least what it, I don't know, whatever it was trying to be. And then with a few few more gadgets but i feel like the gadgets are kind of necessary for an open world game so like being able to grapple to things is going to be kind of necessary probably for what they're trying to do with the open world um because adding the verticality to um the game definitely uh kind of allows it to feel a little bit more open than just having it kind of uh Oh, you can go right or left instead you can go also up and down <laughs> but uh, especially for their grander you know uh kind of environments that they're i guess trying to do but anyway that's enough of halo <laughs> yeah yeah and, and and the reason that i guess i'm also a little bit disappointed was just because i don't know if you guys know but this was also running on pc and it was not running natively on the xbox series x and that's one thing that I, I wanted to see. I wanted to see the game run on the Xbox Series X, but they decided to show the PC version. Yeah, that's kind of concerning because, I mean, for one, it's it's about selling it on the, you know, selling the, the new console that's coming out. But it's almost, I mean, it relatively, it's almost out. I mean, it's, it's almost to that holiday time. I mean, how much more do they have to actually do with it um, before they can actually play it on, you know, xbox uh series x so yeah that's kind of weird <laughs> yeah i mean i don't know i'm watching it right now as we're talking about it and i'm like i remember how halo used to feel intense and this doesn't feel like it i remember when you used to go to the hunters and like you're like holy shit i gotta watch out for oh, these guys oh, yeah and this game doesn't i don't I hope that I'm wrong, and I hope that it has that feeling, but it just doesn't seem like it's going to. Um, I don't know. But yeah, I guess that's enough of Halo. Because <laughs> um, I could tell Halo for a while. Well, what did you guys think about, at least the last part for Halo, what did you guys think about the bad guy that looks like Doomsday? Oh, you know, he actually, I don't know, for me, it looked like kind of like a Thanos, but I don't know. <laughs> Because he had the whole, uh, you know, almost kind of a beard-looking thing. I don't know. That's kind of a... And I'm not... I don't know. That's just what I kind of thought of. is like, hey, look, Thanos is his cousin or something. Uh, I, I'm over the brutes, personally. Like, I'm fucking tired of them. I, I prefer like elites. The, yeah, the elites... The elites were so much cooler always. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, with Halo, it's just so weird. I, I wish they would be done with the Brutes, personally, with that. I, I wish we, we could do a, a, a Halo prequel. 
you know, I don't know how much you guys know about the lore of Halo. But with, like, I read some of the books back in the day. It was like, it's really interesting. Yeah, with like ancient humanity being a fucking powerhouse, like that seems really interesting. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, actually, funny thing is, uh, I I was really wanting to get hyped for Infinity, Infinity, and or Infinite or whatever. And uh, so I was like, hey, why don't I just start? Where would I start if I were wanting to start from the beginning? And so I guess what you do is you actually read some transmission things off of like Wikipedia uh, from like I guess from some of the other games that were unlockables and they have it if anybody were wanting to really dive into the lore of halo um they have all of that where you can read the transmissions of the first um when basically the it was i guess humanity and the flood or something like that or or whoever not humanity but um i guess the first i forget what it was but like the first race or something like that the really long time ago and the flood and that was like the original um start or something and then you hear you basically read these really short transmissions and then um it goes into like uh halo uh that rts one or something uh and you read some of the books too if you really want to get into the lore so that i thought was pretty interesting i started getting into that but then i just couldn't <laughs> that's a lot to take in um but yeah it's there if you're interested and they would would be really cool to see like some some game that was based off of that original stuff. Well, that's yeah, why that's that's why I love Reach because it gave us more into the background of like some other Spartans besides Master Chief. Like Master Chief will always hold a special you know place in my heart, but at the same time, it's like show us more of that universe. Like you have this amazing universe, you can do so many things with, kind of like Star Wars do something with it you know don't rely on the same thing over and over again like like sometimes i feel like they don't like to take chances and they just play it safe and i think that's one of the biggest mistakes microsoft has as a person who wants to look at exclusives like most of their like most of their shores are sequels like state of decay 3 was the next game that they showed have you guys played the other two or care to play them or anything? I played, played it partly at your house. I wasn't too interested, to be honest. I, I played the first one and I think uh, I didn't play the DLC, but I, I actually enjoyed it. Uh, it was fun with the whole permadeath thing. Um, and I'm actually wanting to go back and play this, or I want to play the second one. But uh, no, I, did, I sunk a bunch of hours into that game, the first one. And. Uh, Actually, I was kind of excited for the the expansion that came out that I guess brings you into the city, um, but I never never made it that far. But I I, I enjoyed it uh, at least while I played it. So I'm I'm looking forward to the new one for sure. I did like the State of Decay, yeah, like one, and I haven't played the second one. I it's on the Game Pass, haven't played it, but that's one that like I'm okay with. But I like that's funny, right? Like, how come I'm more interested instead of the K3 than on Halo? <laughs> yeah, that's not I, right. I also like the well, even though the presentation was just that that trailer, I did think the trailer was pretty well done with the whole deer eating the wolf thing. That was that was pretty cool, the the zombie deer. Yeah, 
It was very uh, The Last of Us feeling. <laughs> I got more of a Days Gone feeling, but maybe that's because I played Days Gone and The Last of Us right yeah. after. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> on Days Gone, you know how it has like the bears or and then the wolves that turn into like zombies. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, that's why I was thinking. I was like, oh, okay, this is cool. I mean, I don't, I don't dislike State of Decay, but I was just thinking. Uh, what else do you have? Like, I know you guys have these good franchises. I know you have Halo, uh, State of Decay, Forza. Uh, show me something else, right? That's what I was hoping to see. Like, I understand they have their main franchises, but the thing that I wanted to see the most was, like, new games. I don't know what, um, what game out of the entire convention made you say wow this is what Power i want two. to play okay but that's a multi-platform game i still counts i'm winning fucking 20 10 15 i don't even know how many years for that game well i read stalker 2. oh yeah no when, when i saw that i immediately thought i was like care bear is gonna flip about this because <laughs> i remember we talked about it last uh last podcast i think it was uh you know you had mentioned that you're looking forward to it and i i am too definitely looking forward to that yeah, and, and the reason I even wasn't, like for me, the reason I even care for Metro was because of Stalker. Because <laughs> there, there was no Stalker anymore, so all we got left was with Metro. <laughs> yeah, well, if you want an Xbox exclusive, I guess the medium looked very interesting to me. It looked like a, a horror, like it, it gives me control vibes. I don't know why, but uh, it... What, wasn't that game also shown at the PlayStation conference? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was, um, I believe it was, wasn't it? I thought it was, yes. I've seen it before, and it was somewhat recent, and I, I do remember um, seeing that, where, you know, the, the cover art or whatever, where it's showing her, she's I, being, um, like, The Google search says it's Xbox Series X and Microsoft Windows for the platforms. Okay, then that was probably, it was probably somewhere where there was trailers because recently. Because I not, remember... Not, let me let me see. I'm gonna look at the PlayStation 5 conference. Um, yeah, I don't remember this game in the PlayStation 5 conference. Uh, let me see. I remember seeing it because it, it got engraved in my memory just because it was like, oh, the Silent Hill inspired game, or maybe I'm confusing it with another similar game. Let me see. Either way, I mean, that game is cool. It seemed like, um, yeah, it seemed cool. I, I thought it was, and for those that have, that are, that are, you know, probably as older, older than we are, but um, there was also, uh, when I first started watching that trailer, um, when it showed, you know, her with the brunette hair and, and what she was wearing and stuff, I, for some reason, immediately thought of um, the old uh, point and click game, uh, Siberia. It, she looked identical to that character, <laughs> and I was like, wait. They're doing like Siberia, I don't know, three or four or whatever. Like, is this what it is? And then I was like, oh, wait, no, no, they're doing that. Because I remember seeing that whole cross uh, being able to have two worlds simultaneously. It's like, oh, wait, I think I remember what this is. But part of me was kind of like, what are they doing? <laughs> I mean, it's a good, it's a really interesting franchise and stuff. Um, I just felt like it was more of a PC game uh, that kind of missed the boat <laughs> as far as i don't think people are as interested in in that series anymore as they used to be yeah maybe maybe not 
Um, I don't know. I like I like my horror games, so that's something to look forward to. Why not? It kind of reminded me of uh, what was that one game? Um, oh, e Evil Within, I think it was called. Oh, I love the Evil Within series. Even though that was that was the guy who originally created Resident Evil. Okay, I for uh, some reason I I just Shinji I Mikami. Make it the first I think. One. Oh, I could be wrong. Actually, I don't know. The first one I just had so much. I had a lot of trouble getting through it. I think it was because there was a really frustrating mission. Whenever there's like a really frustrating part of a game, I, sometimes I'm just like, is, am I if I keep dying or, or something happens, I almost think like, is it. Is it really worth my time to play this right now? Although I, I, I did feel like there, a lot of the game was enjoyable. And I, you know, the whole game itself was really interesting on how it was um, put together. And it was very, like, horror-focused, uh, obviously. But um, I don't know. I just remember something about it frustrated me, and I, I couldn't finish it. It was probably because I was playing it at the hardest difficulty. And I don't know if you can start it over with an easier difficulty or something. And I didn't want to go through the whole game again. I know some like... games lock you. Um, yeah. They're like, nah, you you, 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 you sign up for this boy. <laughs> yeah. Now you're going to get it. Now you're going to get it. Get it. <laughs> That'll teach you from making rash decisions. <laughs> right. You know the only game that... Okay, did you guys play uh, Doom Eternal all the way through? Did you play that, by the way, Care Bear, at all? I have not. Okay. So, I was playing that game on the hardest difficulty. And let me tell you, that game beat my ass a couple of times. <laughs> and then I lowered it one level, and I was able to get through the entire game. Um... And then and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go back and play this game again. And I and I haven't gone to up up to difficulty level. Have you? Which game have you guys played as difficult? Kick your ass so much that you don't want to go back and play it. <laughs> Near <Okay>. Automata. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I, there was games that I uh, that I did. Well, there's. There's like it, it's really rare that there's a game where I it it it's so difficult I just don't uh, I end up never going back to it because I, I do like that challenge. Um, Dark Souls and uh, Demon Souls those games were one of those examples where I love the universe so much that you know I really pushed myself even though I just kept dying but I, I eventually got through it. But I think um, the one that did uh make me quit was because it was uh i think it was was it nio or neo or whatever um oh. that one i just for some reason couldn't get in like really into the game um i think it was from the beginning it felt kind of i don't know kind of cheap i guess i just didn't really enjoy it felt like a really old rpg <laughs> like you know 2000 five or something rpg but then as the game you know went on it, it started showing more i mean it looked great but like there was just some parts that felt really dated and i think that initial part just didn't i couldn't get into it and i think the the gameplay like the actual controls using the different sword stances and stuff 
I didn't utilize that enough and I felt like I didn't need to. Um, uh, and I don't know, I just, I think because I didn't train myself enough to be able to use it correctly, um, later in the game, it was just, it was, even though I knew I could beat that boss cause I get, I got closer and closer. I think around that time, something else had come out and I just lost interest. And I had ever since I had no interest in going back and actually playing it. <laughs> yeah. One, okay, I have one game that kicked my ass, but I still want to go back and play it. Um, God of War, <laughs> on the um, the God the God difficulty. <laughs> um, I want to replay that game on the PS Five. At least that'd be cool. Even though it's difficult as shit, I don't know if you guys played that game on the harder difficulties at all. I remember you complaining about that. Oh man, those like. It sucks because I was really trying to get through it from the very beginning on the hardest difficulty. But, oh man, that game is just tough. Like, I need, to, that's one of those games that, like, I feel like I need some practice before I jump up a difficulty level. Or else I'm gonna regret it. And then I got stuck on the part and I just couldn't get past it. Because my, it's basically you have to have perfect pairing, perfect blocking, dodging. You couldn't mess up. And it was near the beginning of the game where you didn't really have that many abilities, so I kind of got stuck. Yeah, you know what? I actually remember I did try it on the hardest difficulty that was available. Uh, now that you're saying that, because I think what happened was I was really, I was really wanting to experience it and take my time with the game. And then I found out, yeah, you have to be so perfect, or almost like because what I, what I read from what other people had said was it's not necessarily difficult later on. But in the beginning, like you said, you don't have everything um, to be able to fight, uh, even the easier enemies. Um, and so I just had so much difficulty getting past that that beginning part. Um, I felt like it would have just been a nightmare to even... I, I wanted to really enjoy the game uh, for what it was and not for, um, for... Because it was somewhat not balanced correctly in the beginning. Because um, I, I really feel like if you're going to make a game hard also make it enjoyable and actually feel like you can somewhat have a chance if you put a lot of time and, and dedication into it because it just felt like from that forum post or whatever or whatever people had said about it it was like they didn't intend for people to have a good time in the beginning you know it was like supposed to be brutal and they just left it that way um but i'm glad i did notch it down to I think at least normal difficulty because it was a very enjoyable game. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, that part was pretty frustrating. I think, I think the most frustrating part is that if you didn't kill the enemies fast enough, they go into berserk mode. <laughs> and yeah, then, they level up or something. Uh, yes. Then they get their full health back and you're like, I gotta do this again. Yeah. Like, I oh, don't know. Man. It was definitely brutal. That, that one killed my will. But I just lowered out to the other level, like the one below that one, and I and and the game I still find it challenging, but I, I was able to finish it and do everything except for killing the queen uh, Valkyrie. Still, I still haven't gone in there and played it again. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. And then uh, and and then the main reason that I it's just because I kind of stopped playing the game because I got distracted with something else, and you know you know when that happens, and then I never went back and. By the time I went back to try again, I lost my practice and I just got destroyed 
over and over again by the Valkyrie Queen. Because those were really difficult enemies. Um, anyway, let's go back to Xbox. So, what do you guys <laughs> think about the Forza game? Um, how do you guys were you guys impressed with how it looked? It's Forza, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't as impressed as uh, the Gran Turismo, for sure. And uh, I'm really, I don't know, man. I there wasn't much gameplay, like once again, like not like how uh, Gran Turismo was shown. It, not a whole lot to get me excited. I mean, I feel like graphics, like going back and playing some of the older games, and then even and then playing games that are coming out more recently. Even though the graphics, I mean, are a lot better and they they look amazing. I feel like, you know, they have to stop like trying to sell it because it has like graphical capabilities. I mean, yeah, it's, I mean, there are there's going to be that camp of people that are just going to be only they're only really going to care that the game is visually appealing uh, because of how you know realistic it looks or whatever. But like, you don't necessarily have to have uber super realism. You know, it's just a shallow. I feel like it's just kind of shallow in, in like the game. Uh, so I don't really care too much about the the trailers, uh, even though it was all in game supposedly like built-in engine and everything like that's great and all but i want to see what what kind of what we're going to get into is it just going to be the same old crap that is every year with forza or however often they come out uh you know i just i'm still i'm still all in for you know grand jury so so excited for that oh man so like forza always looks great and then it's sad that they didn't show any gameplay i feel like that was a time to do it like if you're gonna show, because you have to up show your competition's like game, right? Especially if they're kind of similar, same genre. Um, why not show your gameplay? You don't have to show that much, but show something. Because the presentation it was okay. I mean, it looked fine to me. It just looked like Forza. It, it's like yeah. the guy said, it doesn't seem impressive anymore. But when you get to see it live and you get to see how it's using the PlayStation 5 on the other side is like you get to see more of what you're getting than what Microsoft is showing us and I'm not a fan of that also I feel like they missed um, a really big chance here uh, one like they have two games that are considered you know Forza and uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator those are two rather uh, popular simulation games um, Forza being one that's not as accurate as um, some of the simulation games, but it's still, I mean, it's probably the most accurate uh, racing sim on a console. But I feel like they missed out because they could have sold some peripherals um, because I, I feel like if they have came out with maybe a proprietary, their own kind of peripheral for, let's say, playing um, uh, Xbox or playing uh, Forza, that would have been one up on, uh, you know, the PlayStation because they, you know, they don't really have. I mean, I, I'm sure there's going to be a third-party peripheral, and it, it usually is third-party, but they don't have. Uh, they didn't really show like a controller that could be used besides the regular controller, and there are people that prefer to use the regular controller, but um, if you're trying to reach a simulation market, like a, a simulator market. Um, when you're showing realistic footage and everything, 
it almost feels like it should go in hand in hand with uh, having a realistic feel to the game um, that you you play it with. Um, and I was kind of hoping to see something like that. They didn't even show anything for uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which is coming out next month. But um, that would have been cool too to see a peripheral of some sort uh, to really because though both those games, I mean, Microsoft Flight Simulator definitely is showing some graphics that I've never seen even close to possible at a scale that it is. Um, it's so realistic. And, and I mean, for one, the data that it's being used is could fit what on 10 DVDs, right? So that, that was an interesting article too, but like, I just, I don't know. I, I felt like they kind of missed the mark on that. And, and that might not be the audience they're looking to show, you know, try to, to win over. Um, because hell, if I'm going to be a sim simulation, uh, I guess, uh, someone that's interested in that in, in a simulation, like I would probably go with PC regardless. Um, but it couldn't have been a chance that they could have totally, you know, won on, but they didn't. So unfortunately, so <laughs> I was just browsing the internet as we talk, you know, cause I'm, you guys probably playing something. I kind of browse and play if I want to, but I'm mostly browsing. I came to an article because I'm looking more stuff about the conference, whatever. I came to an article on this website, like WCCF Tech, about the Halo Infinite demo that Aaron Greenberg basically said, oh no, that gameplay was uh, early build of the game. So it feels like PR control now. I'm like, because they got so much flack and negative comments because when i was watching it i you know sometimes like i was just look at the comments for a little bit and then i guess they must have gotten a lot of bad bad tweets or angry fans or something that they had to literally say um like greenberg basically say we're in the middle of a global pandemic it's july we're far from holiday you've seen a work in progress game that said you probably watched the stream in 1080p maybe so we put a 4K 60 frames per second on the man stream. Go look at the game over there. The gameplay that was shown is from an earlier build of the game. And I'm like, well, why show that? Or why not put alpha, pre-alpha or something? Why why do we have to go through a different interview after the showing to, to know this? Yeah, it's, it's uh, PR, it, yeah, it's public relations stuff, I'm sure. Uh, I mean, the same with uh, Valhalla, man. Like, people people were upset with how that looked and how it seemed like, and, and you know, they just, they had to do the same thing. They had to cover their ass, um, try to come out with better footage or something to try to help. But I don't think, I think, if anything, it's affected. I, I don't think it's going to, like, for Halo, it's going to affect the sales all that much because, obviously, there's some, people that have been craving for a new Halo game for a while, but um, Valhalla, I feel like, is definitely going to affect its sales. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of, it kind of sucks because we expect more from Microsoft, I guess, I don't know. Either way, I just, it was funny because I just came across the article without meaning to. It just kind of happened. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, and I was like, what the shit? <laughs> that was my reaction to that. I was like, how come that's a thing? Um, okay, then. I'm yeah. not even going to say anything because 
what is there to say to something like that? I don't know. It yeah. seems kind of this this disingenuine, um, in my for my taste, but whatever. Yeah, no, I see it. Um, either way, the next game they showed um, after Forza, they showed a new IP by Rare. Do you guys take a look at that game? Um, what do you guys think? Man, there wasn't a whole lot, really, right? And we're talking about, was it the Avowed? Yes, I believe that's what it was called. Um, there wasn't, I mean, it looked cool, but there wasn't a whole lot. <laughs> or let me see, let me see if I can figure out the name for this particular game. I think it's Avowed, I have it right in front of me. Okay, yeah, that's what it is. Because that's the new Rare game, right? Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that's one of the new ones, I think, right? So, everyone, that's Obsidian. Right after Forza. That was Obsidian. So, Obsidian's. Everwild, yeah, Everwild. Yeah, Ever Everwild looks like one of those set pieces games that I'm not going to play. It's like, all right, it looks oh, good. I'm not really interested. Was that the one with the fairy stuff and the. Or not the fairy, that was Fable, but like the. Um, the one where it had like. Jewelry. Like, you know, that kind of art stuff. Yeah, or uh, where they're like they were helping that little deer or something. Yes, that's cool. yeah. So, I I feel like they're definitely appeasing for a different kind of crowd for sure. Um, and 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 honestly, oh, by the way, I don't know what how you guys felt about it, but um, <laughs> I you can also tell by the people that they they decided to um, bring into the the whole um, the the this thing with the. Uh, was it was it Jeff Keeley? Is that the guy, the host, or what's his name? I forget his name. Phil but, uh, Spencer? Are you talking about? Oh, is that? No, no. Uh, the guy that was so um, the he usually hosts like uh, the Xbox or the E3 events too. You know, like in the beginning, there was the four squares of people, and there there were one guy that had the Halo helmet, um, and you know they were all talking and stuff. And then there was that one girl that was there, and she like really. Did, didn't care for Halo at all, and she was like avidly voicing how she didn't care for Halo, and people were like, kind of. Do, do you remember that? It was right before the event. Are you talking about the IGN stream? Yeah, yeah. Um, oh yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, no, she was like, I don't know. I thought that was kind of funny that they they had somebody there that was voicing against some of the games, but uh, especially with Halo. But I felt like it was kind of for. Her kind of crowd were especially with like uh was it the the one that made uh shoot what was it called um the other game that uh was it don't nod studios um that made the um shoot what was that game? it's a very narrative driven game there isn't really much action oh, um, yeah i think i know who you're talking about you're talking about the chick um what is her name Louisa Connor from Everwild? Uh, well, no, there was from uh, from Vox. She was. Oh, Vox? Yeah, she was, uh, I think, a, 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 a reporter or something from Vox. Or oh, a, uh, I, I don't listen to Vox. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that was the thing. She, she was voicing, she was looking for a game that was, she didn't care for Halo. She didn't really care for any of the major IPs for Microsoft. Hipster. Um, yeah, no, she, yeah, and I, I thought that was interesting because, I don't know, I, she, the way she voiced her, I just, I don't know, it kind of bugged me because I, if you're, I don't know, 
I, I understand people are trying to voice their um, opinions on this stuff uh, and everything, and that's great. But, like, it, and also, I don't know if they're just trying to make it feel a little bit more realistic uh, because, obviously, you're not going to have 100% positive uh, outlook of, of game titles. But, you know, I, I'm just, I just felt like when she said, oh, I don't really care for Halo, it, like, made me feel like somebody in Microsoft was like, ooh, uh, write her name down somewhere. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, what she say? <laughs> I, yeah, and like, I mean, that's great. Have an open opinion, but it just felt like she, her, she was, she, she, you know, like um, during the PlayStation um, reveals and stuff, they had that one 2D kind of game, very narrative driven, uh, kind of like high schooly kind of game. I feel yes. like games like that, that's exactly her that she's the exact kind of crowd that is uh looking for those kind of games which i mean it, it proves that there are people that enjoy those games um and it shows that microsoft is looking to reach out to those kind of people but i feel like a lot of those games um i, I just i feel like they're so well for one kind of just empty and and like I mean, the experience is as much... I mean, if I want that kind of experience, I'd read a book or watch a show. Well, see, uh, that's that's not the problem that I had. It's like... Because those games, there is a market for it. Um, they sell fairly well because of Life is Strange. Um, there, People care for those games, right? But... I don't know. It's kind of like it's kind of like that, the, the high school game, right? The Dinosaur High School or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It's like that's not the game that you are going to sell your system with, right? So it's just a filler, filler kind of game, um, just to basically show kind of some variety on your system. Yeah, it's it's one of the, it's like another indie game. You're throwing um, a bone. Yeah, yeah, and that's okay to do. You know, like it's fine. Um, I guess I'm not even. I, I just feel indifferent about that game, uh, but it's kind of like when at the same time uh, when we saw the PS5 games that were like that, it's like, yes, they're kind of art pieces. Maybe it's not going to be catering to us, but there is a market for it, but it's just this, I think that's the same thing that we didn't like about the PlayStation 5, that that's not the reason that we're going to buy a PS5 for, right? So. Well, so what I was mentioning at this for, though, is, is the show, it was interesting because we had kind of the opposite voicing our same opinions, that we don't like those games, and as well as they might not like Halo. And so it shows that it's an, for an open crowd, but I'm just really curious um, because, I mean, you know, as much as it is, you can you can have all sorts of these games and stuff, but I felt like, I mean, you have to really pick a specific crowd and show the, I mean, you only have so much time to show those, those games and of the games that looked somewhat interesting, there was not a whole lot of gameplay. And for the ones that were gameplay, it seemed like people were complaining about it, which was the halo. <laughs> so I don't know. It left me with a kind of a weird feeling, uh, at least in, in, in whole. Um, and, and the thing is too, right? The, the entire point of this console is, show us the power of the xbox right so like the marker team maybe has a little bit of fault because i was expecting to see like groundbreaking graphics like amazing um 
I don't know, high detail, high fidelity kind of games. So I I just felt disappointed when that's just what I saw. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I, I guess it's not that big of a deal to some degree. But at the same time, it's like, I thought this was the showcase to show us why we're going to buy an Xbox. Like, if it's not now, when when is it? Like, yeah, I don't know. Because the game they showed after that was the little... It was about the little people, right? Having adventure grounded. Oh, like, yeah. Because they showed, they showed the Everwild. Then they showed that one game we were talking about. Uh, what, what did you say it was called? Shoot, the story uh, game. Tell me why. Tell me why. And then they showed after this one, they showed... Um... Oh, they did show... The uh, expand? No, this is... no, 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 no. I kind of skipped one game. Um, I think this is Ori. Yeah, Ori. Ori was really pretty, and I mean, it's just a 4K, 120 hertz edition of the game, which is fine. It's a great. It's like, I don't have anything against that game. Also, um, I, I, I have a, I'm starting to have a feeling that the 4K 120 hertz thing. Is probably not going to be a, on as many titles as we would hope. Um, I feel like it's very, unless, unless like later on in in the the, the whole um, lifespan of the console, there will be more. But I don't think any of the games that were showed besides a two D side scroller was running in four K one hundred and twenty hertz. Which I know that's a lot to ask, but I mean it has the capabilities. <laughs> I'm just curious on how many is actually eventually going to be running Hon at that honestly all i would ask for is 60 frames 4k if you can do that for me i'm a happy camper yeah um 120 hertz i feel like that's a necessity maybe for multiplayer games or something you know but for me i i played on higher frame rates and and most of these games are story driven so it, i don't care too much about it like for ori I don't care if it's 120 hertz 4K. I, I just don't care. <laughs> it's a 2D yeah. scroller. Um, sure, it feels nicer and more with more fidelity, but that's that's it. Um, I don't know. What about Kerber? Do you have any opinion on that? Uh, I mean, or is this another one of those, like you said, 2D side scroller? I, I really don't care about it. It looked pretty. 120 hertz or 100, whatever. Will feel fluid and nice to watch yeah but it's not i wouldn't say it's all uh, a super demanding game either no yeah because there was that one and then the grounded game and this one was by obsidian right because Which it one? um they showed well they they showed the expansion an expansion to yeah, the other worlds to the, uh, uh, the which is cool i, I like that game a good game uh, but then I skipped over to see what was after that and that was grounded you know with the little people oh yeah, oh, yeah. like like honey you shrank my my kids yeah by the way I just want to say that like okay so outer worlds I, I had a chance to play it and uh, when I saw that expansion I just felt like oh man like for those that played it like how many I'm sure there are individuals that would go back and play an expansion after beating a game and 
you know, months or a year after you've played it. But I just don't feel like there's a huge amount of people, unless you're playing the game for the first time and you're going to experience the game and all the expansions. Um, I've just never had any drive to go back and be like, hey, I wonder how my character's doing. Let's see how the expansion's going. I don't even remember what kind of character I had. And I was probably only maybe three or four four months ago that I played it. Um, so I wasn't super thrilled about it. Uh, I kind of wished I waited to play it just so I can experience that expansion. But I could be a you know, minority on that. Uh, well, I'll tell you what. I played this game, but I haven't beaten it. And that is the expansion. I'm like, I'm going to wait till the expansion is out to play it. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's the way to do it. Um, and the funny thing is like sometimes see I don't mind expansions like Dark Souls or like with the Bloodborne series I don't mind those kind of expansions because they make like like if it's like a full game expansion kind of like The Witcher 3 you know you get like a, it feels like a full game when you play it I don't know how much of full game this DLC is gonna bring I don't know how many hours it's gonna capture you know what I mean like because not a lot of studios pump out game DLC that has lots of hours like I feel like a lot of the times and I feel like Call of Duty is the biggest sinners it's just like two maps or something like that on the on each little map pack maybe more but I'm just saying like it's one of those things that's like how come you guys don't just put this in the full game uh, I know you guys are trying to sell the game now and then you're trying to make more money with the game later by releasing the expansions just to have more more money for you I feel like they would get more sales from the very beginning if the game had more content or is it just me maybe thinking that that's not true and then that the best strategy is to to split part of the game into DLC and try to sell it that way to make the most profit uh well um, you know, some games like that that have their already their own established audience that are always gonna buy it no matter what. Doing that business strategy where you hold out content for DLC is a really shitty but also really good way to double dip in your earnings. Yes, of course, but I'm just asking, like for example, you know the the Witcher Three DLC or Horizon DLC or Dark Souls, which I just mentioned. Like which game, and compared to this one, right? Um, which strategy do you think is better? Because as much as I like Obsidian, how do you guys? Cause how long was the Outer Worlds, Tom? How long? I mean, how long did that take you? Um, it took me probably. I eventually I just kind of ran through it as fast as I could because I I just was losing a lot of interest in it. I, it felt just like another kind of. Fallout, but in space kind of game. Um, yeah, that, that's what they I, were going I, for. <laughs> yeah, I I probably beat it within like maybe a week. Uh, so, and that was playing not like a whole lot of hours in one. Um, I would say maybe probably a good thirty hours that I made it through. And I, I I I did take some you know my time on some of the sections of stuff, but it was you know on Game Pass and everything, and I felt I felt like I. I kind of wanted to rush it um, just to play something else, <laughs> which is bad to say about a game, but I just, 
I was excited. I was somewhat excited about it, but I just kind of, it didn't really live up to the hype that I was expecting. It's also not a very long game from whatever. Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's true. Not a long game. So based on that, that's why I was, I was kind of questioning, like, how, what is the amount of gameplay we're going to get out of this DLC? Like, is it going to be worth to even purchase this DLC? I mean, they really haven't talked about how long, but how long do you guys think they could sell us? Like, six hours? Yeah. Seven that, hours? That, right. um, well, we got to think of, like, I mean, what are, was it, and this game was from Bethesda, was it? Obsidian. Um, or Obsidian, I mean. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I could see that would probably be fair. How much are they asking for for it, though? That's the thing. Is it free? With uh, well, Game it's not Pass? free. You have to purchase it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm saying probably probably not, not even six probably hours. Like, probably. probably like $20, I'm assuming. Yeah. What I would want probably. would be bare minimum of a $15 DLC would be 15 hours. Yeah, that seems about right. But um, they never do that. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I just, I felt like the game like kind of let, let down. Like I, w I was kind of hoping it was, at least with the crew and everything, like it would be like kind of. I know this is not realistic, but the feeling I had with like Mass Effect with the crew on the ship and everything, not with the recent Mass Effect, but I felt like being able to go to different planets. I, I mean, how many planets were you able to? There wasn't a whole lot of places you could really go to, if I remember correctly. Um, and maybe they were just leaving the a lot of the space travel for expansions and stuff. Um, but I just, for whatever reason, felt like it was really light when it came to the, the spaceship itself. Um, I just, I felt like they really missed out on a chance of really making it feel epic if you're able to... Uh, do a lot more with the spaceship like being able to travel to a lot more remote places or, or whatever yeah um, it just felt like i don't know I, I felt like i went through the game really quick and i it not a whole lot of it was memorable for me besides the big moon head <laughs> yeah that was pretty cool i mean i mean it's not like the game is a trash game either you know i was just wondering like how I was just wondering you guys' opinion on, on that aspect. Like, how do you guys feel about... Because I know this is a big issue with a lot of the gameplay nowadays. That they decide to... I mean, games nowadays that they decide to freaking just release the game. And then sell you DLC from the very beginning. And stuff. And that's why I kind of like when I heard The Last of Us is not going to have DLC, I kind of felt a little bit relieved. I'm like, okay, I don't have to worry about purchasing something later in the future. Um, you know? Like, this doesn't seem like something anyone asked for. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I didn't hear that this game was crazy seller or anything. I just heard people liked it. Um, it was I think cool. people liked it because it was part of Game Pass, and if you already had Game Pass, then, hey, you have a new RPG you can play. Um, I mean, it was, it definitely, and then you, you kind of, when you have Game Pass, you, you're now kind of comparing it with other games on Game Pass, and although there are some good ones on there, I feel like for a space RPG kind of game, it definitely does better than what Mass Effect uh, Andromeda did. 
So, I mean, there isn't a whole lot else. I mean, I guess as far as someone would might want to play in that genre. Yeah, true. I don't know. And the, and the funny thing, I think uh, this game is a good game. It's not even I'm not even hating on the game. I was just wondering more about like. I feel like the DLC is kind of weird. I guess for how old? Like maybe the game is not that old. It came out around November. Was it or yeah. was it before that? I don't know. It's about a year or so. I don't know. Um, like it doesn't. It feels like October twenty nineteen. Okay, so around around yeah, almost twenty fifth. So 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 the DLC is coming what a year later. Almost. And who knows? Maybe the DLC is one of those fun DLCs that people lo end up lov loving, you know? Because there's always. One can only hope. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like it's just gonna be. It's gonna be one of those things that. I don't know. It's just gonna be out, and then people are just gonna forget about it. Uh, they might. I mean, it's. I think it's only something exciting for somebody that hasn't played the game yet. Um, or unless you're a diehard fan of the game and you really want more content, um, I don't see myself going back to replay the game just to try the DLC because I've just been outside of the game. I don't know what's going on anymore. Like I don't remember much of the story besides there were some quirky moments. Um, so yeah. And, and this is coming from somebody that is a huge space RPG fan, so. Like I say, I I'm, I don't even have anything against the game, but I feel like I feel like the DLC is cool. I, I'm not against DLCs, but I just feel like it's not it's not something I expected to see out of this conference. But I guess since Obsidian now is owned by Microsoft, it was where it was a good idea to showcase it. Maybe I don't know. But I don't know if you guys see, they're oh, they're definitely trying to push that Game Pass through most of their games. Like everything is all about Game Pass this, Game Pass that, and I'm like, I, I don't know, I don't know how I feel about that. I I, I understand like so for because I know you're an individual that likes to collect the physical copies of the games and stuff, and this seems to be pushing against the physical. But um, I don't know. For example, if you find, if you're able to find, if you're if you're somebody that's wanting to kind of save money and not really spend a whole lot on games and don't mind the digital, um, if you're able to find a really good deal, like I was, I mean, you can find some good deals on Game Pass, and then have all those um, all those games available to you, like regardless of it being new or or something that's been on there. Although it does have the limitation of them pulling some games off that list. I feel like it's a great, I mean, it's a great um, thing that they're doing um, for if, it, if somebody's just interested in playing a game or at least the volume of games that they might not normally be able to access. Um, you know, especially if you're, if you're wanting to play, let's say Xbox, and then you're like, oh, I don't really feel like playing as much anymore, then you can just cancel that subscription, uh, still have the month, and then maybe like come back like a few months later and have this huge library of games that you can binge play um although you still have to pay to access them right like uh, oh, yeah. that's the whole point of game pass it it kind of preys on people who have very busy lives and so they think oh i can pay x amount and play this game 
but those people that are very busy, you know, they never really, you know, have enough time to usually beat like the longer games, right? And so they're always stuck on it, and they end up paying either more than they would have paid if they just bought the game they were playing in the first place, or you know, a lot of things that happens with subscriptions is you forget about them. Like I have a friend who he just found out recently that he had been paying for WoW for like three years and completely forgot. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh, he also man. been paying for something else too that he completely forgot. I forgot what it was. He just has I mean, auto that, pay. <laughs> yeah, it's just as auto pay. Yeah. I mean, fifteen bucks a month. I mean that. I think you might notice that after some time, though. It sounds like it might have been really awesome. surprised. Uh, yeah, I know. Seriously, like. That's that's pretty surprising. Oh man, it seems I feel like some people just I don't know. It's really common. That, that that's really common. I've I've heard. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not even saying that it's not I'm common. Not I'm just like <laughs> like this is why we are where we are, where people are in debt and shit, and <laughs> they don't know why, and then they and then they realize yeah. I forgot to uh, unsubscribe to my um. Freaking subscription of WoW. <laughs> I'm definitely one of those people that I'll subscribe to something and then immediately cancel it just so it doesn't reoccur. Yeah, but you're responsible, man. Not everyone <laughs> is like you. No, it's more, more paranoid, if anything. It's my anxiety that, that, gets, that keeps me responsible. Hey, at least it's, it helps, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, that's crazy. But... I don't know. Maybe we're maybe we're regressing and like just being too negative lately. I don't know. <laughs> I wanted to be excited for this conference so bad, and I felt so disappointed. Or maybe I don't know. Maybe my expectations were too high because the games that I saw there was only the one that they because sh- they show grounded right. Um, what do you guys think about that one? Honey, I shrank the kids' uh, adventure game any interest at all i'm pretty sure i saw that one before in the playstation conference yeah i've seen it too i'm interested only because it's uh i mean it's kind of like minecraft right survival and it looks like it's doing a different take to it um hey that's great i mean it's it's one of those games that you can have fun with friends um and i only you know because i've had i've had similar experience with friends you know playing those games in the past years definitely enjoy it um it's 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 one of those love it or hate it kind of experiences i feel um so but no it looks interesting it's it's different for sure and it's supposed to have like a story base or story element to it instead of it just being so it's survival but also with like story um which is interesting okay i mean i i here's how i feel about it um show me more than what you showed me maybe i'll be interested but so far i'm like i don't care <laughs> like I, it doesn't like yes it's one of those filler games that they show like in sunny, sunny conference it's like yeah maybe something for somebody and i felt like maybe on the sunny conference i was trying to justify it a little bit because i was like yes you know showcases in the studio showcase that and yes that is true but this is Obsidian game. It's not an indie studio, and maybe that's what why I was bothered by it. Grounded <laughs> is by Obsidian. Yes. Ah, okay. Well, I mean, there's definitely a market for that game. You know, Minecraft. 
it it sold so well. Yeah. So there's definitely a market for it, and it's kid friendly, so it'll sell a lot. Yeah, it's definitely not for us. I think that's what it is. It's not. It's not. It's not meant for us. And um, it's okay. That's okay, right? You can have games like these story games that we don't care for. There's a market for it. There's nothing wrong with it, but yeah. But the graphics is what bothers me, especially when the entire purpose of the Xbox was like strongest console ever, most horse like super yeah. teraflop, super this, and this is what you show me, like yeah. But it's not, it's not strictly visuals though that it's it's supposed to be strong. You know, like who knows? Maybe and I doubt it will be, but it it might have some really well, interesting. See. Uh, I would understand yeah. that if that's not how Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox, says it. Like, he basically tells you what I'm telling you. Like, oh, yes, we're going to have the best this. We're going to have the most powerful system. You're going to be able to see the most this, the most that. And then it's none of that. So it's like, at, at, at what point? Like, so what are you selling me here? You know, like, because I was looking forward to, for, to buy an Xbox. Um I still on defense about it, but if this is what they're only going to be showing me, I don't know if I can feel. I feel intrigued to buy one. I guess I don't know. It doesn't. It it doesn't seem like the conference that I wanted to see. I just wanted to see more games. Um, although there were a couple games that I was interested in, so maybe I'll have a better, <laughs> a better um, mindset for those kind of games. Like the one that the new Obsidian game that looks like the next Elder Scroll games, that was super cool. Um, that was one that was. Yeah, that's what I was kind of waiting for it to to say is it like Elder Scrolls or something, but. Uh... That's Obsidian's next gen game, um, and and it's not gonna come out till twenty twenty two, or something yeah. like that. So like the only game that I was super excited about, it's long from now so i don't even know how i feel about it like yeah like i don't mind waiting for games like that right i don't i don't mind i don't mind waiting for a good game i don't mind them saying okay it's gonna come out later so just give it some time i'm okay with that i'm not i'm not gonna say otherwise but at the same time it's it's like okay now show me what you're gonna be launching with it's kind of what i'm more excited about because I think Horizon, when was that one they, they announced it? Because that one is just another game that was supposed to be there later, right? It wasn't supposed to come out anytime soon. Did they say 2022 as well for Horizon uh, on the West? Do you guys remember? Uh, don't remember. I think it was, wasn't it 2021? Okay, if it's 2021, it's even closer than this one. Uh, yeah, I don't know. But that yeah, game looks super cool, huh? Yeah, it's it's twenty twenty one. Okay, and then on this one, they they all they all they showed us was that they showed us they showed us this really cool trailer that showed like five seconds of gameplay that seemed kind of interesting just because it looks like Elder Scrolls. <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not in a big mood today. I don't know, guys. I'm, I'm being, I'm, I'm being <laughs> a downy downer today. Debbie downer. Yeah. Honestly, like it comes down to they need to show us something to to make us want to buy the console. 
and I feel like we've seen enough trailers in our lives to know that the game is rarely anything like that. That kind of, you know, if you look at any any trailers back at the end of the day for any games, it's rarely exactly like that. So I feel like we're just we know what to expect, <laughs> or we almost we we want it. We wish we knew to what to expect at this point, but we're kind of like being somewhat skeptical. Um, I think I think that's what it is for me. Like I'm not, oh, like, yeah, maybe that's what it is. I don't know, man. Like, I I mean, I personally, I used to love. I mean, back in the day, like watching uh, G4 Tech TV and stuff, and they had a whole, they had a whole ch- like uh, uh, show that was just based on uh, new game trailers, and I used to get super hyped with those. But like, really, it's just a glorified. It's just you know a Pixar movie. You know, it's just like a really cool action scene or whatever um, to get people hyped about it. But I just, I that's you rarely see that. I mean, I remember back in the day playing Final Fantasy because I really wanted to see those cutscenes. I felt like the cutscenes were just so awesome, well done, you know. But now, like, you know, e- even today playing games or just watching a trailer. I don't get as excited about it unless it's for a game that I'm I've been anticipating. So, for example, uh, like I'm not a huge Fable fan, but seeing that you know there was that Fable announcement, it's really just the announcement trailers that get me excited. Not necessarily the trailers where it has no gameplay. It has it's just like a hype trailer. Um, I don't. And you know what the, the the whole Avowed thing. I I this is the first time I've ever heard of it. Maybe there's a lot of fans that are really looking forward to this game. Um, but I just, for somebody that was not, didn't even know it existed before this whole thing. Is, is it a sequel? No, it's uh, I think it's, it's, it's a, a, an original IP. So it's like, I don't even know what it's about. It just looks like kind of a Elder Scrolls kind of thing. And uh, I don't know if I should, I mean, yeah, I, I kind of understand what it's going to be about. Obviously, I've you know we've played those kind of RPGs before, uh, those action RPGs and stuff. And it, I mean, besides that, um, just it being like a, an Elder Scrolls game or something, I don't know what else really to, to expect from it. So. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it looks cool because, like, I was excited because it gave me those Elder Scrolls feels. Um, not gonna lie. I mean, it, looks, it looks dope. I, I I don't know what this Elder Scrolls feels y'all giving y'all, y'all were getting from it. But it, it I, I was getting some like yeah, uh, fucking Lord of the Rings vibes. Yeah, I got that. that. And I don't know if you guys remember, it was a console game, I believe. It was a first-person game. Came out a long time ago. I think it was part of the Heroes of Might and Magic franchise. Yeah, yeah, that's what I felt too. No, and, that's what I was trying to remember. Yeah, that game. I was, that's, that that kind of was like low key building hype inside of me. Yeah. It's been a but, long time since I've experienced a game like that. So I, I guess in a way it did do what it meant to do. So that's that's good. At least I mean, at least you're excited about it. I mean, I I am too, but I just I felt like I wish I need to see more. more. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's cool to see a little cutscene and everything, but I mean, I don't know. It's just the the actual game is never like that. It's of course, and it might be. I mean, there might be some parts. Obviously, that obviously you're going to be able to wield magic and a sword. Um, 
which is, you know, always cool, but anyway. Yeah, I mean, like I said, it was the only game that I saw up to this point that I was actually excited for. So, so yeah. So there, uh, or I don't know if you're wanting to do it in sequence, but I know there was a few games that did excite me. Uh, now that I'm looking at the list, but I'll, I'll, I'll let you uh, continue on how you want, want to go through. Well, honestly, I've been going in order. Uh, maybe I skip like ahead one game, but then we go back to the game. Uh, we haven't skipped any games so far. Um, yeah, I just I didn't want to jump ahead. <laughs> no, you... it's fine because that's the one of the show. Like to me, it was more Elder Scrolls because it reminded me of Skyrim. The gameplay was very Skyrim looking um, because that's the game that everybody is a first person um, RPG game that mostly everybody knows, recognizes. Because I don't believe there has been a first-person Lord of the Rings game, has there? Or maybe I could be wrong. I don't think so. Oh, so, that'd be interesting. So, so that's the reason that I was more into like, oh, this game looks like um, Elder Scrolls. You know, that's the comparison that I see online anyways. It's not that big of a deal, to be honest. It's just a comparison. And if you're being compared to Elder Scrolls, you're doing something right, I feel like. Yeah. By the way, there's also supposed to be a new, um, uh, a new Lord of the Rings MMO that they're working on, and I think it was, was it Amazon? I think I can't remember, but yeah. that would be interesting. It was the first person Lord it, of the Rings. It was MMO. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> For sure, man. Like I definitely, I want some Lord of the Rings. Give me more. Um, that's one of those franchises that I want to see more of, more of that universe. So, either way, if this game gave us Lord of the Ring vibes or Elder Scrolls vibes, it's doing something right. That's for sure. And then the next game they show was, uh, I believe, it looked like a comic book game. Um, what was it called? Do you have the list, Tom? Um, let's see here. It, As Dusk Falls. Here. That's what it's called. As Dusk Falls. Uh, let's see here. And it's, I know it's like a picture or like a comic book looking game. Let's see. Let me bring it up real quick. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Oh no. So what it is is uh, they. So uh, just by looking at the trailer and kind of how they, some of it, how they shot it, they had basically um, uh, actual actors. Um, like so, these are all actual people. And then they uh, they basically um, acted out all the scenes um, with the with the backdrop and everything of the different things, and then they would pretty much put a filter over them to a stylized filter, um, but not fully animate them in the scenes. Um, this is one of those another narrative driven kind of game I feel, um, and I don't know for me I don't get super excited for games that are like that are primarily narrative driven with no gameplay. I'm sure there might be some form of gameplay, but they didn't show any. Um, I, I don't know if it'll be like a quick action kind of thing, um, but this is just an announcement trailer. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't hate this kind of games. Like I said, there's a market for it. And, but I wasn't excited at all for this, um, obviously. I, I just, I feel like it's not a game really to show on a new console. Like, 
the visuals and everything you can do the same thing on your i mean it's not really showing it's not revolutionary and it's not showing the power of the xbox and exactly. that's my issue with it um, it's 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 a glorified slideshow really <laughs> but and, and, i don't know maybe there's more to it maybe but here's the thing like i said for the people who are working on this game the developers are working on this game i mean good for you guys it looks great for what you guys are selling but it's not going to make me purchase an xbox um that's pretty much like the reason i'm watching this is to purchase an xbox right like those games on the sony conference that we were like those are more like art artistic pieces i thought they were interesting um then again they're not the games that i'm gonna go buy day one not on the ps5 either they're not the reason i'm gonna buy purchase a ps5 and then they finally showed hell's blade um how did you guys think about the hell's blade one like what do you think of that little reveal? Because I really enjoyed the first one, and I'm actually looking. I'm looking forward to the second one. I know there was a lot of complaints about the gameplay, um, but I felt like, I mean, once again, this is a very narrative-driven game. I enjoyed it. Uh, I didn't feel like the gameplay really needed to be super crazy or anything. It it it, it was good enough. Um, you know, the trailer I thought was really cool. It shows off some really amazing uh, facial tracking, you know, and everything. Um, so now I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, really interesting lore and everything um, and story. And, uh, you know, it's cool to, we'll, we'll be cool to see what happens afterwards. Like, you know, how the story kind of unveils in the second one. Yeah, because I really enjoyed the first Hellblade as well. Um, I, the funny thing, right, this game, a lot of people praise this game because it had to do with having like schizophrenia. So like if you were to put the headphones on, they're like, oh, this is how you're going to experience, like this is what people go through all the time. And this game showcases this, and then it's a good game because of that. And like, you know, that, that those is really cool stuff, to be honest with you, when I heard that that's what they were trying to do. And the way that the game was, the story was really cool. So I'm definitely looking forward to Hell's Blade, at least. At least there was one game I was like, yeah, this is one that I'm definitely gonna wanna play. Um, they didn't show anything new, did they? Not like they—they they were just saying, okay, now you can, you have more. What did they show? They show, okay, we're using real life, real locations. Uh, we're we're shooting on site, etc., etc. So, I mean, nothing revolutionary, nothing gameplay wise. It was more yeah, like, okay, yeah, it, I, I've already seen the trailer a long time ago. Yeah. Um, it's definitely one of, in my opinion, one of the best trailers I've ever seen for a game, personally. Like, it, it's up there, and not many make it. So, yeah, but I mean, it, the trailer itself is very, creates hype to play the game, IMO. Yeah, it was pretty intense of a trailer, for sure. It was, it was pretty cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I mean, we got two. I mean, for me, so far, two games: the Obsidian game, the uh, and then then this this one, were the most ones that I I actually I'm like, okay, this is finally something. And then when I saw the Double Fine Years little logo pop up, I was a little bit happy with that. They're continuing Psychonauts. Are you guys a big fan of the original? Um, at all? Uh, didn't really care for it. So I, I remember playing that on the, I think the original Xbox. Um, and then I bought it, the the whole um, 
uh, re the remastering or whatever. And uh, I I enjoyed it because of just the sheer amount of. And this is coming for one. This is a great example of a game that came from the whole um, time, like the the time period of where games were all about kind of Zelda knockoffs um, and. Uh, just like Mario 64, uh, you know, and and Crash, or sorry, uh, Net, uh, Mario 64, there was um, Banjo-Kazooie. All those games where it was all about um, collecting different items to eventually, you know, unlock a new land or something and, and then basically get one item and then use that item to get another item and blah, blah, blah. Um, and so that's kind of how... Um, Psychonauts was, but it was really interesting because you dove into the psyche of your peers and your um, just you know your teachers and all that stuff, and that'll really allowed um, the creators to open up the possibilities of what they could actually do uh, in the levels of the games. And so each level played just slightly different. It had a drastically um, different visual aesthetic, um, and so playing it back then, and I, I specifically remember the the bullfighting kind of um, Spanish um, uh, um, like uh, level where everything was super neon lights and uh, it, it was just, you know, everything was just like so, like popped so well. It was such an amazing level, but there was, um, there was just so many moments of that game that I remembered. And uh, I'm really hoping, even though they only showed kind of a psychedelic uh, level with uh, Jack Black, <laughs> you know, with the, he, I mean, his singing isn't as bad as I remember, you know, he's, he's a talented guy, but it really fit with uh, kind of that. And once again, the Psychonaut, uh, Psychonauts game takes place in like the seventies. So, um, or the, like the late sixties, early seventies kind of thing, I believe. So you really have that vibe with the music and uh, you know, the, how people are dressed and everything. And, and uh, it has a very specific kind of stylization. Not in any way am I seeing them taking the full advantage of the hardware using that styling, but who knows? There might be a whole different, you know, once again, it might be a processing thing rather than a graphical thing, but um, I'm, I'm excited. I'm a fan of it. Um, I'm really curious on where they go with it, and I'm hoping they have as many varied stages as they did in the first one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, like I said, it was one of those games that or I originally never got a chance to play. And it was one of those games that I was always interested to play. But by the time that I, I found I found a game and I heard about it, I was already... I think I was already on my PS3. Cause I, I, didn't that game come out on the PS2 and the Xbox era? Or I think so, mistaken? yeah. Yeah, I, just, but, I remember I played it a long time ago. Yeah, because I felt like by the time I played it, it was already a little bit too late like for me to want to keep playing it because the newer consoles were out and I was, you know... Yeah, I, I think it came out new. at the tail end of uh, the, that generation. Yeah. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. It was just like I felt like I missed out on it. And I just having... Because they did remaster the first one. And I wanted to play it, but I never got around to it. So they showed another one on the Xbox. And then that, this is the only thing that I'm happy about the Xbox Game Pass. Um, I get to play this game because I already pre-purchased myself to like sometime next September or next year. So 
Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be able to play a lot of these games um, out of the gate with the Game Pass. And and it doesn't... See, the thing is, I hope it's a good game. Because, I mean, I, I like Double Fine Studios. I don't know if you guys play Brutal Legends. It wasn't the best playing game, oh, but, it, but it was... I forgot that. It was a yeah. cool game. Like I thought the world was cool. It was interesting. It was something that I haven't seen before. It was original, uh, which I enjoyed. So, yeah. Well, that that explains why uh, Jack Black's in this one because I know he was like well, the main guy. I believe they're best friends. Um, the developers. Oh, uh, the Tim Tim Schafer. Tim Schafer and Jack Black. They're Definitely. very good friends. Yeah, okay. I I didn't was I wasn't much of a fan of. Brutal Legend. I, I for some reason I felt like I I don't know I, it made me want to rush through it. And I, it was a long time ago since I played it, but um, the idea was really cool to me. And that was when I was really into like rock and roll and having a band and stuff. So maybe that was what kind of drove me to it. Um, like, like I said, the gameplay wasn't revolutionary. I just thought the world was cool. Um, I thought some of the art art style was like really entertaining, but nothing revolutionary I, I would say still average game <laughs> overall yeah um but yeah i'm looking forward to this one obviously i like jack black i'm not uh i don't dislike him psychonauts was always one of those um kind of like shadow of the colossus right like gems that yeah, a lot of people miss sure. yeah um definitely but yeah this is more like uh what is it like in mario 64 <laughs> yeah uh, and by the platformer, way the first right played, what was it it's a platformer right psychonauts yeah it's, yeah it's a platformer but it's uh the first one actually if anybody wants to go back and play it it actually holds up pretty well i i mean for you know current games and stuff um like obviously the visuals are older but uh the elements are there I tell you this, if they put both of the Psychonauts games on the Game Pass, I'm playing it. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, definitely. Too. And then the, what they showed after this one was Destiny 2 coming to Game Pass with all DLC. You guys excited? You were the biggest Destiny fan here. Let me, well, let's hear from you. <laughs> um, I just... Man, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Destiny 2 got me and then lost me and then anything i see now like basically they said that destiny got better once bungie left activision because this is post bungie leaving activision so maybe it's back to being good but by now i feel like i don't care anymore (laughs) um it's kind of like I don't know. I'm sure you guys seen enough playing now while expansions where you get to the point that you don't feel like playing any more of that expansion and you just want to play something else or you expect something new already. I I was hoping more for like a evolution of Destiny, like Destiny three, but they're still over here trying to sell us Destiny two, and I don't even know how old this game is anymore. I lost track of time when it released. I uh. I played the first one, but I don't. Uh, and then I play a little bit of the second one, but I feel like I'm I'm definitely not going to start the second one until it comes out on Xbox Series X or at least Game Pass because I feel like I I I'm glad I waited. It's it, same same reason for uh, 
was it Other Worlds or, or Outer Worlds or whatever. Um, it's one of those, like, I'm glad I didn't play it because now I can enjoy it all, all the expansions and everything. But from my understanding, it, it's really enjoyable with friends, and I don't know of anyone that's probably going to be playing it um, unless, like, you feel like jumping on. But I'll tell you this, since it's in the Game Pass, I don't mind um, playing with you for a little bit. Uh, joining you because I, I tell you this one good thing I have to say about Destiny 2 the campaign is really good uh, I enjoyed the story the very beginning although I felt like it dropped like it kind of spiked and dropped too like you know it didn't keep its consistency like it started very good and then it went to just good and then it was alright it was cool some of the level design, obviously, I don't know if you guys seen Destiny, but it's a gorgeous game. I just wish the loot system was better, and that, that was my biggest gripe with it. Like, for example, the cool thing about the first Destiny is like each weapon had different stats, right? Kind of like the Borderlands, um, kind of like different stats for different people. But on Destiny 2, it's like everybody gets the same weapon. Everybody gets the same stats. Everybody is like a clone. If you want to beat this raid, everybody needs to have this pistol. Everybody needs to have this sniper rifle. If not, you're not going to be able to beat the raid. Uh, you, you, it's basically, it takes some freedom away from, from you. And I didn't really like it. Like, if you wanted to be able to cheese something, like, you just do, like, a certain combination. And then you're able to defeat the boss without any issues. I would say that's not a, the game's issue. That's just an issue you have the way, with the way people play RPGs nowadays. It, yeah, I mean, maybe. What, with what you said, I have zero problems with. Maybe. With that. Well, the, the, that's the thing, though. It's not just it's the loot that you get after that. It's not like on WoW where you get like this amazing legendary and like, oh, my God, I've been waiting for this one to drop. It's more like, hey, look, guys, it's the gun that I already have. Did you have this gun too? Cool. Everybody has the gun. Well, yeah, loot makes or breaks RPGs, you know. That, that was my biggest issue. It wasn't about... I guess maybe, maybe my complaint is due to the reasons that the certain loot that you get is the loot that you want to keep using in order to keep farming. And then there's doesn't give you an incentive to try new guns, which is why I kind of went to the PvP aspect of it and enjoy my game there for a while, and then I stopped playing. <laughs> I slowly like slowly moved away from that game. Uh, but I'm I would want to play the uh, the expansions, at least to check those out. I know I love the first Destiny and. I felt like with the expansions, they fixed a lot of the issues I've had with the game. I haven't had a, like, I haven't had a reason to buy the DLC for Destiny 2 on my PlayStation, which is the reason I haven't played it, because it's like, I'm not spending a penny on that game anymore. But if it's on Game Pass, <laughs> why not, right? Yeah, you've already spent the penny. So yeah, I, exactly. I already spent the penny. <laughs> and then... The next one was Stalker 2. What do you guys think about this one? Which game? Stalker. What do you think? <laughs> I think that... 
I've been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely excited, but you know, once again, there's not a whole lot to, you know, obviously we're gonna have to wait, wait, you know, just just as long again, probably for anything extra. But uh, yeah, yeah. At least they're working on it. I mean, yeah. Stalker, I don't know. Stalker's one of those games where if they literally copy pasted Stalker one and you know Shadows of Chernobyl and uh, was it Escape from Pipriot? If they literally just copy pasted that game with 2020 graphics and 2020 uh, like uh, like mechanics that are you know not super dated, like that was good enough for me, honestly. That the, the original games are so, oh they're so good. They're just so old now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're so buggy. <laughs> Unfortunately, because I mean the developers of that game, they were not big developers, so it was handled yeah. by a small studio. So that's why they can't get all the bugs. But I mean, they they probably have less bugs than Skyrim. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, that a soccer too. I mean, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of the original, so I'm looking forward to this one. And. I don't really have much to say because they didn't show anything besides I'm excited for it. That's all I have to say about it. <laughs> How about uh, the games that followed? Warhammer 40,000, Dark Tide. What do you guys think of that? It's, it's another it's another Warhammer Left 4 Dead game, like uh, Vermintide, right? Probably. That's what it looked like to me. I, I feel like... Uh, can you guys still hear me, by the way? Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. Just checking. Um, I, so, I, for one, I'm a huge for, uh, 40k fan, um, but like, I've never been super into like the Left 4 Dead kind of, uh, I guess like arena shooter kind of things for it. Um, I'm really hoping this is more of. It looks more of like a tactical kind of game, um, kind of like a squad shooter, I guess, or squad tactical game. But I'm. I'm gonna guess that it's probably gonna be the same as um, you know Vermintide, but in 40k universe. Um, and although I, I'm hoping it'd be cool if there was more of a story element uh, to it and everything, but chances are with you know the success of I, I don't know how successful the Vermintide was, but uh, and I think they came out with the second one, didn't they, or something like that? I don't remember, but um, I don't know. Unfortunately, I'm not super excited unless they really show like a really cool story or something. Because uh, man, the if 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 anything that the 40k universe has, it's some badass storytelling, and um, I just feel like it's not really shown. It's it's visually shown, but it's not really truly shown um, to the potential of what it can be. And uh, I haven't seen a real worthwhile uh, story, you know, to really come out of these games um as of yet yeah i mean i i'm i want to see gameplay i want to see what the game is about uh i don't i have no idea besides the little cinematic that it has to do with some kind of zombie type situation that's all i got from it and then the squad thing i mean i i agree with you that it looks like something to do with the squad but there were a lot of parts that they show first person so is it going to be a first person shooter is it going to be a, a squad yeah, it, it'll be, i think it'll be first person especially if it follows if I, I think this is supposed to be like vermintide 
Okay, okay. In then. that sense. All right. And I don't know. I hope it doesn't have the same problems I had with Vermintide where I felt like, uh, I don't know. Leftford, like, if you, in a way, like, in Leftford Dead 1, I got really into it. Leftford Dead 2, I was into it, but not as much as the first one. Uh, World War Z got super into it, but Vermintide, which is, like, the same kind of game, I guess, you know? I had a really hard trouble staying invested in the game. Like, it got really repetitive and boring for me, and I'm not sure why. Yeah. Well, I mean, something to look forward to, I suppose, if you're a Warhammer fan. Um, I'm definitely, I want to see more, so I can't, I don't have an opinion right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm indifferent about this title. Yeah, it, it's, it's almost like, uh, at this point, I feel like it's not even for 40, like, Warhammer 40k fans. It's just for fans that are interested in that kind of game type uh, that are trying to get people interested in 40k or something. That's what I always feel like. Because I feel like if they really wanted to interest uh, 40k fans, they would show, they would even, they would try to tie into some of, even some of the books like the Horus Heresy um, or, you know, some of the other um, just like extensive um, lore out there for it. Because it, there's some really cool, um, Man, there's some stuff that I feel like they don't even most people don't even know about the series when it comes to um, 40k. If you're only used to playing the RTS game or you know um, one of these kind of games, but we'll see. It's definitely one of those. Uh, it's up there with. Uh, I mean, I feel like it's even surpasses um, the Halo storytelling. Like it's it's kind of if it wasn't because of 40k, I don't think. It's definitely shaped our um, feel of like sci-fi, um, for sure. Like it's been out for quite a while, and it's um, it's one of the granddaddies of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Um, sorry, I kind of laughed because I was, you know, I'm 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 watching the Xbox Game Showcase as we're talking, and then I was reading some of the comments, and I was just laughing because the next game they show Tetris Effect connected. And then a lot of people are like, Tetris, are you serious? You gotta be kidding me. <laughs> and then people are like, just laughing out loud. I mean, it's just haters, um, you know, whatever. Tetris, yeah. I, I, I don't dislike the game. If you're a Tetris fan, I'm sure you're excited for it. So I don't have anything so, against Tetris. I, I personally, so I'm not a huge fan of Tetris, never was, and probably never will be, but um, I did get it for um, VR. And yeah, it is it is pretty cool in VR for sure. Uh, it's still Tetris in VR though. Um, so and I feel like since Xbox doesn't have any VR, and it's really just literally just Tetris with special effects. But now you can play with people. Um, yeah, I think it's great for people that are just super casual or have family members that are casual game gamers that want to play with you know. I just don't want like any violence they want a real family friendly kind of game i feel like that's for them um but man i don't know <laughs> it's tetris it's yeah. tetris yeah. i mean there's some extra elements to it there's some cool visuals no no like uh, i said it's a cool game but yeah there's no what can we say like what, what can tetris. we say to sell tetris like it's tetris <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to sell tetris Everyone's played Tetris. True. Yeah. True. All right. It, it, let's, it just is. Let's move know? on from Tetris. <laughs> uh, how about the gunk? 
the next game, the Gunk, which looks like a cool uh, platformer game. It kind of reminded me a little bit of, um, shoot, what is that Capcom game with the guy with his like metal arm? Oh my god, I knew this title. Why? Why am I blanking? Metal Gear Solid? Oh, bi uh, Bio, Bio Commander? Bio Commander, yes. I got a Bionic oh. Commando. Bi oh yeah, Bionic Commando. Um, man, this game, like, it looks cool. The, I don't know, something about the character just, like, the, the proportions are so weird. I think it's just her, like, uh, really big arm, you know, the which is, it looks cool. Um, but it just feels like the styling is just really weird to me for some reason. Like, it just the proportional, like, how she's, like, really skinny uh, legs, you know, and she's, like, almost like a dwarf in a way, like, you know, like a fantasy dwarf or something, but um, I don't know. I think it was just, but then it started showing some of the gameplay and stuff, and it looked it looked interesting. Um, yeah. And uh, I... I I don't know. It, it looks like it might, may be able to actually use some of the tech that the Xbox has um, because of maybe all the moving parts and stuff that's going to be sucked up. I don't know. Um, it's definitely not going to be a full fluid simulator or anything, but uh, it looks interesting. Yeah. I don't know. I need to see more for, for my taste. It kind of She kind of looks like, to me, like a grounded kind of size character another shrunk character i feel like that's like a why chibi character. <laughs> yeah so i don't know it, it's cool i guess i i don't like, really the environments like, look kind of cool yes yes like i just don't i don't know like it, it doesn't make me excited to see this game yeah uh the next one they showed was the um what's it called the one that the medium. Yes, the, the medium. Yes. You know what's funny? I think I know why we all saw this trailer. Because they showed it earlier this year with, in a different showcase. It wasn't the Sony showcase, which is what I was confusing it with. They, were, they, they showed a game trailers earlier this year with the Scorn and the Medium. Um, and that's where I had seen this before. So that's what I was like. When I saw this again, I was like, that's cool. Um... It looks interesting for sure that dual uh, the dual worlds and stuff like this is one game that I'm definitely interested in and I want to play. Uh, I I just need to see to see more I guess I mean it doesn't look too graphically impressive or anything wow factor so far for me, but I need to see how the game is more before I can decide that, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I already gave my take for the game a while ago. Yeah. I, I'm really curious on how, and I feel like it didn't really show it very well, or maybe I just didn't understand it, but how the two worlds are going to coexist. Like, are you going to be able to freely go from one world to another instantly, like everywhere? Or if you're, are you actually playing like split screen, like how they were showing it? Or, you know, like, I'm really curious on how, how it works. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, it, it's this game. I'm I'm definitely looking forward to. Um, I'm I'm there with you. I want to see what it can handle, and how you're actually going to play it. Cause the trailer is kind of confusing, <laughs> a little bit. And then let's move on to the next game, New Genesis Fantasy Star Online Two. Who's excited for some Fantasy <sighs> Star? 
what exactly is this? So I did. Wasn't there? Uh, yes, Fantasy Star Online Two. Yeah. So is this just a remake or of the? Because wasn't there a final or a Fantasy Star Online Two that made it onto X, the Game Pass, or was this? Was that a remake of the first one, or, or what was going on? Because I feel like it looked like very similar to the second one, but it was graphically better. Um, it just was confusing to me. It looks like an expansion to me, to be honest. I, I can't really tell you, because Fantasy Star Online 2 is really old. Yeah. Uh, it just recently came out, like this year, in the West, I think. Yeah, on Game Pass. I played it, and it, I mean, it's... It's interesting, and I you can definitely tell it's an older game, but I, the the one that they showed it looks graphically more impressive. Um, I feel like it's either just a re-skinning of the whole game to make it look better, because uh, I just I didn't really play it all all that much to really feel like um, I don't know. <laughs> I I want to know more about it, but because uh, I really wanted to play, I really wanted to get into Final Fantasy Star. Um, cause the time I played it was enjoyable, but I just, I couldn't get around the visuals, you know, like, uh, man, I was like, what the heck? I just want more, you know, like you can definitely do better nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I need to, this fantasy star online, I wasn't, I, as much as I like fantasy star Two, I didn't. I, I think I'm over it. <laughs> um, this one looks more impressive than you guys were saying, but I need to play it. Uh, I I hope that it's as fun as it looks in this trailer because it looks pretty cool. But I don't know if I'm gonna ha spend too much time on this game because they're they're a bit of a grind fest. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, and the next game they show was uh, Crossfire. What do you guys think about that one? Uh, looks fun. Looks cool. It looks like, very you know, fluid, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. It looks like it was made on a. Fuck! I forgot the name of the engine. Was it Frost? No. Oh, is it uh, the the Crytek engine? Is it? Yeah. It, it looks really fa like familiar. It reminds me of Crisis, um, but. Because probably just because it's like a kind of a similar idea. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it looks cool. I mean, I'm all about exosuit, you know, like fancy, like getting all those special abilities or whatever. Um, I just hope they handle if if it does have like unlockable special ability things for the suit. I hope they handle it better than a lot of games do um, with the unlockabilities and stuff like. I feel like Crisis did well with it, um, but like the later games, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I mean it's cool. Uh, I'm I want to play it. Um, it just looks like another shooter, so nothing crazy for me, I guess. And then and then we finally reached the guys. We reached the end of the game show, and this is where they talk about Game Pass. This Game Pass that join our Game Pass Smart Delivery. You can play with Xbox One, you can play with the Xbox Series X. Which was kind of like, whatever for me. I wanted to see more just 
something just for the console, the one that we're getting. But it can't get everything we want. Um, <laughs> at least, what do you guys think about Fable? This is the, the last thing that we oh, saw. Right. And I was excited for this game when I saw it. I kind of like, I, I got a little smile at the end for me. And then once I saw that it was Fable, and Oli said that it was Fable and that was it, and that's what we got, I was kind of disappointed. Uh, excited, but then uh, I'm not 100% sure, but from what I read, it's an MMO? Um, is it? It's an, it's an MMO in the Fable universe. Oh. Okay. I mean, I'm willing to play it. <laughs> I like Fable enough to give it a shot, but I don't know how I feel about that. What, what do you think, Jinjima? What? How do you feel? Um, I mean, I was a fan of the first one, and I think I played the second one. I believe I played the second one, um, and that's as far as I got. Um, so, I mean, it'd be nice to see, like, an updated version, but, man, anytime I see the words, or the, you know, the, the um, when I see MMO on anything, like, I really get skeptical, because there's been very rare situations when something was turned into an MMO um, and it was really like successful and I really enjoyed it myself um, primarily because there's a lot more to making an MMO than there is to make an RPG um, because of the whole server uh, interaction with individuals and all that stuff but although they have been you know doing some doing a little better um, as far as how they handle those kind of interactions, um, obviously with advancing technology and stuff. But man, I just feel like a lot of the, I just really hope if in anybody's hands, this does well. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm even skeptical of some of the more modern MMOs that are coming out, like the um, New World one from Amazon. Like I, I do want to try that one, but I'm just, I just know that it's never gonna meet the hype of any of the trailers or any of the things when it comes to um, what they show. Uh, I mean, that just seems to be the the normal, like the norm with MMOs. It's like you know, take your hype and then half it, and that's probably about realistic of what you know you're gonna expect about three or four years down the line um, for the game. So I'm sure it's gonna be buggy as hell. Uh, <laughs> but we'll see when there's actual footage of the game playing. Um. You know, the thing that I was disappointed most about this when they showed this game, I was expecting to see something just besides just... By the way, we're working on Fable. Like, like when they showed us Horizon at the end of the PlayStation 5 conference, they showed us more than they showed us in this little 5-second trailer. Or 10 second trailer of Fable. I don't know. It was very short. <laughs> Maybe I'm, I'm saying super short, but it's probably longer than that. But I just felt like that that that's all you have for us? And then, and then the conference ended. And I was kind of like, well, that was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I felt. And what's sad is like I was looking forward to this conference. I was like, come on, show me something. And like I said, there are plenty of games in the conference that were interesting. Definitely some that we're looking forward to, but the, any of those wow you guys left you with like, holy shit, like kind of moment? Uh, no. 
<laughs> uh, definitely not like the PlayStation conference did. Um, but even then, I feel like it's going to be one of those things where I won't really have a wow moment until it's sitting right in front of me and I'm, you know, start playing the games. It's really hard to get a wow factor when it's, you know, you have a 4K monitor or a TV, but you're watching in 1080p when you're looking at visuals. So you're kind of limited to, you know, what exactly you're you're seeing, not necessarily the visuals, but like the what you're in, you're expecting to see uh, yeah uh, how about you care bear but it's stalker though <laughs> yeah it, well see one thing i'm gonna say and you're gonna hate that i say this but i i personally i played all those stalker games and uh i feel like the original stalker games if you were just to change it with better graphics i don't feel like those would really fit as far as um, be successful in a modern, like how games are these uh, today, because it, it is an older game. Um, I feel like what really, the kind of game that uh, really filled the stalker void and probably even bettered it was Metroid, or Metro, um, not Metroid, <laughs> but Metro. Uh, Metro was, I felt like I had so much more of a better experience with Metro um, all around but that was just me um i really did try to like uh stalker and all the you know the games that are around it but i don't think i've ever really beat a stalker game um and it's primarily because it's so open-ended you know you're really supposed to jump into it and really mod it too to have a full um amazing experience when it comes to just like you you play as that character and you fully immerse yourself but when it comes to a game that immerses you as the gamer um with its narrative and and what it's able to do nowadays um i feel like man if they come out with stalker 2 with the with metro um kind of quality or better with the narrative um as being able to just have it fully fleshed out in more of a, a manageable i guess aptitude then i i'm all for it uh <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Metro are good games, but could never really fit the shoes of Stalker, in my opinion. Yeah, well, so what kind of shoes do those fill, though? Like, in your, in your description, what would your description, like, in your words, what would your description of the stalker experience be like? Like what sets it above? Uh, let's say what Metro. Um, it was, well, well, Metro was, you know, uh, almost, um, it was linear story progression. Yeah. The world was, you know, really cool. It was immersive, but it was linear as well. And I think stalker had, richness and lore spread out throughout the entire world because it's an open world type game and it, it kind of it, it it really set the standard right because it, it basically came first you know it was like what you would want in fallout but in first person when that game came out and I, you know i thought the story was there you know exploring all the anomalies all the zones the uh, variance in enemy types 
I don't know, man. Like, Metro, it's a good game, but it's not... It didn't feel what I wanted from Stalker, which was, you know, immersive, survival, hardcore, RPG experience in an open-world environment with a very deep and rich universe, I guess. Yeah, I could totally get behind that. I mean, I, I do remember, and this is a long time ago since I played it, um, I do remember it was when I got into it, it was like, welcome to the game Stalker, good luck. And like, it didn't hold your hand. And it was just like, you were left to kind of experience the world around you, um, rather than there being like, you know, hey, uh, go to this marker. And then you just kind of literally, in, uh, you know, experience the game. Um, I feel like Metro does a really good job with um, kind of hand feeding, like hand holding um, to give you kind of the feel of it. And um, it wasn't as frustrating, I feel like. Um, but during, and a lot of the time when, um, let's say if you pull yourself away from all the other games that were out, uh, like when I was, when I first played it, it was way later in the franchise. Like I had had it on Steam, it was sitting there for years. And I finally was like, you know what, I'm gonna give this a shot. And I had already played all these games that, you know, have surpassed it um, um, in a lot of ways. And I feel like if only, if anything, I did myself a disservice because I gave so much expectation towards it being um, a narratively driven game rather than an experience driven game. Um, and I say that in the way of, uh, you know, when you first start off, instead of there being this story that's enveloping in front of you, um, you know, through characters and stuff that's very kind of um, piecemealed to you, uh, like many games that are nowadays, this game was like, this is the world you're in. Uh, it gives you a brief, ex it gives you an explanation of what's going on. And then it has you pretty much tell the tale yourself. Very similar to like some of the original Elder Scrolls games. Um, I think that's what what was kind of the and a lot of those RPG games because when when it came to the, the actual name of RPG, it came from exactly what it is: is you're taking the role, and you have a lot of control over what you do, um, and as you know, as you're role playing, and not so much as um, you know an on rails almost experience because now it seems like when you play a game that's called an RPG really the only thing you get is you have a talent tree or something you fill out and you choose, oh, I want to be a stealthy guy or oh, I want to be like a, a big like warrior dude. Um, it really stripped down the feel of what a real RPG was. And I feel like Stalker definitely has that role-playing capability um, of the old days. And I, the question is, is if they're going to stick with that for this new one. I really hope they do because just this conversation has really kind of got me excited at remembering the capabilities of some of the um, kind of, and this is going off track, but like Minecraft or some of those games where people are like, oh, I hate Minecraft. What are you doing? It? You, you know, there's not a whole lot you do. Well, it's kind of up to you to really create your story. Um, and I feel like that's what Stalker kind of does is it, it allows you to this environment, um, or let's say Daisy or something like that, you're get you're put into this environment, and it's up to you to decide what goes on. Instead of, uh, 
hey, you're in chapter three of whatever game, you know, you can't go back, you can go back, but you, you know, it's not really, they keep pushing you forward. Um, but that's me long-winded on that subject. <laughs> yeah. No, you got excited about it. <laughs> no, like, like I'm here with, uh, with, I agree with Care Bear. Like I am definitely excited for Stalker 2. And that game is definitely one of the ones that I really want to play. And I mean, you guys pretty much cover everything. <laughs> I don't think I have anything else to say about Stalker besides I hope that it lives up to my expectations of, of, bringing, my, uh, of bringing back the old game, but yeah. with it, making it a little bit newer, you know, adapting yeah. to the new standard of open world games today that we have, but still remain Stalker, you know? like. So, so my real quick, my fear, though, is it becomes Metro. I, I actually, that would be my fear if it becomes another Metro game. It, it, I, I feel like it can't be narrative driven like Metro if it wants to be Stalker. That that's the thing, right? I I hope I hope the narrative of the game is good, but I don't want to be pushed through it like uh like linearly as the Metro series. And I don't have anything against that at, at all because that's. I like Metro for that, and I like Stalker for this other reason. I just don't want... I still want to have my Stalker-style game, I guess. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, That's why I said, like, Metro, not a bad game. Right? Yeah, it's... Not it's I, I love that game, so I don't... You know, there's nothing yeah. I dislike yeah. about it. I, and I'm not saying it's bad either, but I feel like it's definitely... Uh, it's definitely a different kind of experience. Um, and the kind that the stalker that everybody seems to be really a, a fan of, um, you know, if they choose to go down the same path as Metro and do kind of a, 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 a more of a narrative driven um, chapter by chapter kind of deal um, where it's very, I guess, like uh, situations are kind of catered to the player rather than the player preparing for certain situations. Um, and not necessarily difficulty, more of just like, do you have the knowledge in yourself to be able to go into this zone and know what to expect? Um, I feel like that's kind of, uh, that's the real difference. Um, and I don't know, I feel like if, I feel like they're gonna just make it a Metro game. Part of me feels like it's gonna be very similar to Metro. Um, well, I hope you're wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me too, I really do too. Um, I, I mean, Okay, so that's the one that Kerber got excited about. Um, I'm excited for Fable, I guess. That's the one that I can think of. That Oh, I guess the Obsidian game. That's the one I'm most excited for, but we probably haven't seen anything besides those 15, 20 seconds. Look kind of like a CGI trailer to me, more than actually gameplay. Um, I don't know. Is there any other games you guys want to mention before we end the podcast? Mm, nothing I can think of. I mean, Hellblade, but Hellblade is again <laughs> announced <laughs> earlier. So <laughs> yeah, I think I think the Obsidian game is called Avowed, Avowed or whatever. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the one that most stood out for me was that one out of the entire conference and Stalker. But I knew Stalker 2 was coming a long time ago, but I didn't expect it to see it on the Xbox um, showcase, which was a nice surprise for me. 
and yeah uh, I don't know overall I'm disappointed um, how about you guys are you guys how do you guys feel about this conference overall it was I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I feel like I'm not I, so going into the conference I was mainly and I feel like it's what uh, what you know Microsoft was trying to do their objective was to sell the console um, but they're obviously also selling the game pass the service but um, I mean when I went into it I was hoping to be sold that the console because I mean that's what I was looking forward to kind of similar to the PlayStation 5 um, I feel like I didn't get that same feeling um, where I was like oh day one I'm gonna be buying this console you know I just felt like, if anything, um, especially with the Game Pass service, what I had was an option. Um, so instead of my feeling that, oh, because I, I'm going from a PlayStation 4, a regular one, to the PS5, not a pro version. So personally, I felt like I definitely would like the upgrade. But with Xbox Series X, I'd be coming from an Xbox um, One X or whatever it's called which already has a 4K capability. So if anything, I mean, there might be some, I don't know the, the, how big of a jump the graphical fidelity will be, um, but if I'm already experiencing these games at 4K and um, these games are available to me on Game Pass, what's the point in buying a new console um, until it actually pushes the 4K 120 or there's games that are exclusive for that system. Um, I just, I don't see any real need to buy it right out the gate uh, like I feel like I would with the PS5. So that's, it hasn't changed my feeling. If anything, it it uh, reinstates the feeling that I think I'm gonna wait on that purchase. And uh, you know what? I. Everything you said is how I felt. That's why I felt disappointed because I was looking forward to have a reason to purchase this super powerful system. And like I said this before with my computer and I kept seeing on the bottom, on the bottom of the screen, coming to PC, coming to PC, Xbox One, coming to PC, Xbox One. I'm like, okay, then you guys made my decision. Uh, I don't need to upgrade until you have something worth upgrading for. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, that, that's how I felt. I don't know. Maybe, are, are we the only ones that saw this? Uh, how about you, Care Bear? Um, any last comments? Keep on coming to PC, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, there it is. Um, I don't know. As a gamer, as as excited as I, I I was to see some old games come back like Fable and Stalker, I was disappointed at the big bangers from Microsoft. Maybe we're prejudging too hard right now. I don't know. If this was supposed to be the showcase seller, I feel like they did a very average job. Like they were selling their Game Pass more than they were selling their goddamn console. And I felt like that got in the way of the entire point of the conference. But anyways, that's all I have to say about that, guys. Um, 
thanks for listening and this was a lengthy conversation <laughs> that's for sure because we kept we kept like switching subjects just because man it wasn't as excited as i thought i was going to be talking about this conference so i mean yeah it's sad really but who knows maybe when the console releases and we realize what it's capable of and then we get to see it firsthand we'll say screw it we're buying an xbox series x today yeah i mean oh man i feel like it's gonna be something that trickles down i i mean we'll see uh i mean part of me wants to just buy it just to take the chance but um at the same time i mean around that same time i mean whenever ps5 comes out maybe there'll be really no reason to buy it until you know later on i don't know that's yeah. my take on it yeah anyways thanks for listening and this was gamers enclave the podcast for the gamer in you until next time